0: Hey, when does the show start?
1: Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four! It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense.
2: What's this monkey business going?
1: This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS! Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey?
3: I, I say I'm an idiot
1: all the time. If I screw up.
3: Nikki
1: D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. And <laughs> Nelson! Classic Nelson. This show when the pressure was on. Son of the me. Bailey show. <laughs>
3: All right, there you go. It's Wednesday, the 15th day of November 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is uh, Nikki D. That is me. No Nelson, a lot to unpack with that guy. Yeah. Uh, but we are fortunate enough to have Kyle go from that side of the glass to this side of the glass and uh, make us all work. So thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Is, uh, before the show even starts, Kyle's the hero of the day. Yay, Kyle. Everybody, Kyle, Good Kyle. Time. I want you to, go, to everybody go work today and say, Kyle is the man. Kyle, 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 Kyle. So thank you, Kyle. I appreciate it. Uh, your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get in on the text machine. Uh, more Skid Row and Buck Cherry tickets to give away. We'll do You Don't Know Jeff closer to 8 o'clock. The Big Fat Bribe continues. You just need to know what song to listen for to get your $500. And all the details that go along with that. Next segment, our no friends giving. Uh, we'll continue to try to fill our list uh, to join us this Sunday at Bennett's restaurant in Rockland at 4:30 to have an amazing Thanksgiving meal. You just have to fit the criteria of A, be an adult, mm-hmm. and B, have no friends. Absolutely. And we're finding them left and right. I know a few people reached out to us uh, on social media, at Listen to the BS, and said, "Hey, look, you know, I want to get in. We're just like we'll call the show tomorrow." So. Hopefully you do, and and we can get in uh, on that uh, on social at Listen to the BS, and on uh, YouTube at the Bailey Show, the Odyssey app, and thebaileyshow.com. dot All those details for you. I know it's a lot first thing in the morning, but everything will be okay. It will be. <laughs> I got I, I got I to tell you, last night was my last um, my last FBI class.
4: How did you feel about that? Are you I, sad? I
3: was really sad. It, it, you know what? I, I haven't had this feeling uh, since I was. You know, like I liked school. I liked mm-hmm. high school. I liked college. I liked going to class, believe it or not. I wasn't a nerd. I, wasn't the, I was not by far not the smartest person in school, but I enjoyed it. I liked going and socializing. I liked seeing my friends. Yeah, I just like socializing. You know, so I liked all that stuff. So I haven't really done a class You know, maybe that's why I like the CCW class all that much, the Concealed class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just because I I, I guess I like class. I I guess I'm just a class.
4: I can see you liking class. You like being able to, you know, raise your hand and be a teacher's pet. I can see you liking all those things. Yeah, exactly. Uh Well, not,
3: you know, being a teacher. I just like being a part of it. Anyway, so uh, last night was the uh, last class I'm taking this FBI Citizens Academy. And last night was the last class out of so many weeks at the FBI headquarters in Roseville. We go in there, had once again some amazing speakers special agents that spoke to what uh, they do for for our country and for us and, and it was great and when it's all over you know and, and it got it was let out a little bit late you know it was about 9 15 classes mm-hmm. over at nine i gotta get in a bed takes me a minute to fall asleep and so usually i'm out the door right i didn't want to leave
4: so you stayed around and chatting i did
3: i stayed yeah. around i i forgot my bag and i think that subconsciously i forgot my bag you can go back. So I could go back and strike <laughs> up some more conversation with my classmates. Uh-huh. You know, the thing is is we have this big banquet uh, to, to put a cherry on top in a couple weeks, you know, for the graduating class.
4: Is that where you're going to find out if you're number one?
3: R- right, so okay. last night they said, you know, we give awards and stuff like that and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going. You know, like why would you not go? Of
4: course, you got to get your award. If
3: I, if I get an award so I don't know what awards they give out, but damn it to hell if I'm not going to find out.
4: <laughs> You know what I'm
3: saying? I am going to go and find out and see if I get myself an award. So last night uh, we had three different speakers. Two of them were cyber heavy. Uh, One of them was one I I, I didn't even see coming, to be quite honest with you. Um, And that was uh, actually he's from Atlanta. So Uh he came up to me and like we, you know, he he lived there 20 years ago, plus years Mm -hmm. ago and lived by my old house and stuff. But he is uh, part of uh, the division that takes like – takes investigates takes down oh. corrupt politicians
4: now that is interesting
3: isn't that cool like he yes. never even thought about something like that so we had a, a you know the, the cases that they share with us are public information we're not uh-huh. getting anything classified obviously so we shared a case about uh, this guy in a small town in, in in california here that it was a mayor and he was corrupt and he walked us so it was very very fascinating but the last speaker uh, really, really, really good speaker. Really, really good crowd working guy. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the cyber guys. Uh-huh. But it was the first; he was the last speaker of the class of of, of the whole you mm-hmm. know session, or whatever. And it was the first time that I got, we got to hear from an FBI agent that told a story that something actually happened that you could relate to on television oh you know what i'm saying what was it so so here's uh, you know with the time i have let me just tell you so he he uh he was telling us about so the dark web he he was investigating the dark uh-huh. web on the dark web there was a site called uh alpha bay uh-huh. so it was the it was the bizarro world of ebay it was like you could go buy cocaine you could buy grenades you could buy this is a black market overload yeah, 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 just everything bad you could possibly think of. You
4: can get it on that site.
3: Well, you could. You, you, you know. Spoiler: alert, You could at mm-hmm. one time. Then there, you know, there's a bunch of these, and they go in there and they got to take it down because people are buying, you know, weapons and 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 cocaine and all this other stuff. So, uh, you know, it was like a two and a half, three years investigation, and they, they had to find out, you know, where this is coming from, who's running it, and it's this kid that is Canadian, and he's like probably late twenties, and he's running this thing, and he's got this whole infrastructure of corruption where this money funnels through Bitcoin and automatically through algorithms and programs and software funnels into bank accounts into his pocket. And his girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever she is. too smart for their own good. Right, you know what? I'm like 48 and going, I couldn't even, I don't even know where to start. Like, I, I don't even know how to get on the dark web. He
4: could have done something legit and been a millionaire legit if you're that smart.
3: That's what I was saying. That's what I said. I was like, why are these people... Doing stuff, I guess because there's more money in the bad side. It'd be of illegal, right? You know, high risk, high reward. So they, you know, his job is to find him. So he's this this guy's like country hopping. And in a lot of countries, we know this, I know this from our buddy Nate that lives in Mexico. If you purchase or you do it in the Caribbean as well, if you purchase enough property, they will give you citizenship citizenship. Yeah. Right. So this kid was buying like, I'll buy a two million dollar house in uh Bangkok, you know. So they give him citizenship, you know. So Dang. no, she's she's Thai. She was Thai. She was uh-huh. from Thailand. So anyway, here's they they finally do all their everything and they're about to they're, go arrest they're them. about to go arrest them. And they have to they have to come up with a ruse. You know, so he tells a story about how they had another uh investigation at one point where they had to get the guy's laptop and he was doing all the bad stuff on his laptop with free Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi from the library. Mm -hmm. So they had an FBI, two FBI agents, a man and a woman go in as a couple and start an argument and it gets everybody's attention. Mm -hmm. And then when he is distracted from his laptop, FBI agents come out from behind him, take his laptop while it's open and then take him out. so Nobody sees a thing. And then the couple figures it out and they leave. Nobody sees anything. That's TV stuff.
4: Dang, that is TV right? stuff.
3: So with this guy running this 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 website on the dark web, they he's living in a condo and there's kind of a courtyard in the middle where his Porsche is parked. They've got metal gates in front of their these million dollar condos in uh-huh. Thailand. So they have a car, kind of a beat up car, go in this little courtyard, try to do a three point turn accidentally, in quotes, back into the gate. So this guy sees it and he comes out because somebody just backed into his gate. Uh-huh. And when he comes out, they take him down.
2: Dang.
3: This is the short version. Uh-huh. The way this guy tells it, I'm, try, I'm going to try to get him on for FBI Fridays, but the way the guy tells it, is amazing. They, they take him down, and when they take him down, they're not telling him that they're arresting him for the stuff on the dark web because all of his encryption codes are in his phone. Uh-huh. So they got to get his phone, but they know his phone is locked. So they say to him because in Thailand, if you mess with a cop's wife, you, uh-huh. it's not good for you.
4: Oh, it's illegal.
3: So they did in their investigation, found out that he had multiple women that uh-huh. he was screwing around with. One was a a cop's uh-huh. wife. So he says, "Look, you know how this works. You need to call him and apologize right now and show your respect." Yes, yeah, not a problem. So he thinks this is what this is about. So he open as soon as he opens up his phone, they snack, they snatch, snatch it snatch from his him. phone, and then they take him down and they arrest him for Dang. it.
4: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was like the ruse part of it, you know, like that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, you know, so That's that was definitely like, a, a CSI moment. Very me. TV stuff. Very, very TV stuff. So, anyway, we That's have our, the
4: end of Buckwagon cover.
3: No, 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 no. He's just beginning because he's joining the alumni association.
4: Oh, okay, I forgot about that.
3: <laughs> Buckwagon cover lives. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It no. is just because class is over. Agent Buckwagon cover is, and plus we got the FBI still coming in. You know, mm, so
4: mm,
3: mm. and everything I learned, I'm kind of like a senior agent now. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are got- they
4: finding something there for you to do?
3: I hope so. Okay. I've, I've, I've been asking around. I'm thinking. I bet you. Have. I'm, thi- I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking that at the banquet they're going to offer me a job. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You're
4: going to leave me here by myself. <laughs>
3: No, 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 no! I'll do. I'll just do it part time. I'll fight crime part time. Oh,
4: you'll fight crime. I'll be a part time crime fighter. Got you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not all. Hey, by the way, people, not all superheroes work full time. (laughs) Just on the weekends. All right. uh, The big fat bribe, like I said, continues. You need to know what song to listen for. So, when we return, uh, we'll tell you that that song is and what you need to do when you hear it, so you can win your five hundred dollars. And then give you all the updates on Nelson because in the last twenty four hours things got real weird. Yes. Uh, I will tell you, Nikki spent the better part of yesterday at the ER with Nelson, if that gives you any idea of where we're at with Nelson and his eye. 916-909-0985. You want to participate? Thanks for listening. Give some in here. Hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That means uh, more opportunities for you to win $500. 500 duckies, as Nikki D would say. Uh, The song that you are listening for for today's Big Fat Bribe is Santana featuring Rob Thomas, and smooth where'd that come from uh, great song by the way great video actually I believe Rob Thomas there you go thank you Kyle
4: Oh, I was going to say I want to know what it is I know this song yeah it was a top 40 song too Mm-mm-mm-mm. I think Rob Thomas
3: met his wife on the set for this video
4: we played this song
3: yeah that's what I said I was like I came out of nowhere that's a good song though you definitely will know when it plays you sure will <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like uh oh we're trying to connect. We're trying to connect with you on different levels. Uh, so when you hear that, be caller eighteen, and uh, not right now, but when you hear it, it will happen before ten a.m. That oh nine eight five. That is the number you need, and we will be more than happy to give you five hundred dollars when you hear Santana featuring Rob Thomas and Smooth. Yes, Kyle.
0: I think Smooth by by that that song we just played by Santana featuring Rob Thomas at Matchbox Twenty. Is one of those songs that you pick at karaoke because you definitely know it, but then the words start and you're like, I don't know any of the words to this song.
4: No, you just that's know the how, rhythm. That's
0: how this song is for me.
3: You you know, Rob Thomas of Matchbox Twenty uh is a great karaoke band. A great and you know what? They get the resurgence with uh with push uh, the push mm-hmm. from the Barbie movie. Because you know that's Matchbox Twenty, right, Nikki? I did not. Yeah. You know?
4: You wanna push me around? Oh, yeah, yeah, we well, talked well, about that. Well, okay, yeah, that's,
3: yeah. That's match. And he's an Orlando guy, and his original band was called Tabitha's Secret before Matchbox 20.
4: It's taking forever for them to go ahead and release that on HBO. They're getting on my nerves.
3: I got it on mine. I got it on... I can stream Barbie? It, uh, yeah, yeah, Barbie, oh, I got. I can stream it on my TV. It came out the other night.
4: On what What service, though?
3: I don't know. It was just a little box on my TV. Mine is
4: still charging me to watch it.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I could, I can pay for it.
4: Yeah, no, I don't want to pay for it. Like they should have <laughs> released it by now.
3: Well, now I, I think they can juice people for some more money a little Gosh. bit. How big that movie was, I think it's pretty good.
4: I just keep checking and checking. I'm like, come on, people.
3: I mean, for Halloween, everybody and their mother was went a Barbie. Barbie and Ken mm-hmm. was, that was the thing to do. All right, so uh, we'll get Nelson on the phone here at about uh, seven in about thirty minutes or so. This this has gotten bad, guys. I mean, real like I feel bad. Like, it started out as kind of funny. It's got pink eyes, mm-hmm. a joke. It's not a big deal. He's going to recoup. You know, we're, we're getting through it because we have such a great team here at Odyssey with Mickey helping out and Kyle helping out uh, because obviously I'm too incompetent to do what these guys do. So thank God we have talented people in this building. And uh, so we're getting through that aspect of it, even though Nelson behind the scenes is still working he is. at home to give him credit. Right.
4: <laughs> yes, he is. And,
3: and, and so everybody's doing their part. And I wish I wish Nelson could just chill. But, you know, he's he's he, he, anything for the show and he, he just doesn't it's his his decision kind of. But you spent the better part of yesterday at the ER with him.
4: Yeah, because every day his eye keeps getting progressively worse. And when I called him yesterday after you showed me the la- the latest text and the picture that he sent you, he sounded very panicked. I could tell that he was panicked. Um, he told me that he was really scared. We're here. We don't have family here. So I knew yesterday, like, all right, when I leave here, I'm going to have to go to the hospital and check on him because I didn't want him to be there by himself and afraid and with no family, so... I went on up there. He's not eight. He's not eight, but still. I mean, if you had something going on with you, he told me he thought his <laughs> eye was getting ready to explode. So that's trauma. Like, I could hear the panic in his voice. So if you were having an incident here, you don't have no family here either except Rach. I would come up and see what was going on. Would you really? Yes, I would. That's
3: so sweet. Would you bring me flowers? We, we got each other. And a teddy bear and so stuff? I'm not
4: bringing you flowers, oh. but I'm going to come check on you, see what's going on. I kind of need
3: flowers. Chat Sounds with like doctors if I need yeah. to. Thank you, Colin. Edible arrangement possible. not up to the hospital I'm just trying to think of what I'm going to get if I do go to the hospital. We can discard Nelson's conversation for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so Nikki was posting pictures on uh, on our social at Listen to the BS, and the uh, I, all these comments started flooding in, and there's a, a common denominator of what people uh, are saying, and this is what I think was brought up originally, but my wife has been really harping on the fact that Nelson's fingernails are disgusting.
4: Her and my mom at the same exact time. I'm on the phone talking to my mom and Rachel's texting me and they both, I could show you said the exact same thing. Tell Nelson to clean his fingernails. I'm like, what do y'all got some telepathy going on? I told my mom, like, Bailey's wife's texting me the same thing at the same time.
3: Well, it's, you know, it's the concept, and and that's what social media was saying, too, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there were pictures of him pulling his eye down, and he still has not cleaned his fingernails. I mean, there's something to be... But I
4: told you that, and everybody was like, oh, Nikki D, you're being mean. I'm like, I'm just telling the truth.
3: There's something to be said about that, right? I mean, you know, I told you the story years and years and years and years ago. I used to be a chronic nail-biter until I got on a cruise ship, and I saw this video of norovirus you mm-hmm. know and uh there was like a 30 minute video it was like you know wash your hands that was the first time i saw the hand sanitizers and mm-hmm. stuff and i'm biting my nails until i get down to like the 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 nub the nub but where they bleed just because it was habit Ugh. and it explains that there's all this dirt and gunk under there not it that i had is. dirty nails but nelson's nails not only are coke nails you know they're long but they've got Dirt, I mean, kicked with dirt and nastiness underneath. His nails always look like that. And the thing with Nelson is he wears glasses. Uh So, just like I think most people that wear glasses all the time, Mm -hmm. you take your fingers and you kind of rub to the bridge of your nose. You know, like I see him do that quite often during the show.
4: Like, well. One of the things he does quite often is he'll talk. He'll be doing it in the middle of a sentence. He'll pause. He'll take his glasses, he'll fling them off his face. Then he'll be talking about something. He'll take both of his fingers he does both Right, that's eyes, what i'm saying rub them rub them then he goes on with his conversation <laughs> he does that every day
3: so i asked nikki i said well, what do the doctors say i mean you're there they did tests
4: so when i got there um they had him in the hallway and i was like what is going on like
3: a senior citizen with cookies on his chin. like
4: he's just laying out sprawled out in the hallway <laughs> He sleep, and i'm like what's going on and he jumps up and he's like how did you get in here i'm like why is that the first question you asked?
3: Well, there's a lot of people in line that want to know the same thing. How did I get in <laughs> there? And to be honest with you, Nikki, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, how did she get back there?
4: I mean, I am Nikki D. I walked to the front. <laughs> I said, my friend is here and I need to go check on him. And they were like, what's his name? I gave him the name and they were like, well, he's in such and such. I said, I'm I'm aware, but I need to go back there. But I did, okay. I, I took heed to our conversation. I was nice. I smiled the entire time cheese she's like i need your id i was like i don't have an id all right but just go ahead and give me a little badge so i can get back there (laughs) and she did i was
3: like did you, did you say and that I you're a family member? No, nope, did I, I didn't
4: do any of that. When I, I encountered another lady who tried to stop me, and I almost got a little nasty with her, but I did it. Mm-hmm. She's like, Where are you going? I said, I'm <laughs> just minding my little business. I, I got a badge. You got <laughs> a badge? And I smiled a- at her. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Well, just know that you're going to be asked questions. The further in here you get i said okay have a good day
3: so she, and I she kept going she gets back there and you know i'm I'm, I'm staying in contact with them because I, I was out of pocket like i can't have my cell phone at the fbi headquarters so i was like need to know what's going on you know our boss is texting me you're trying to figure out what we're going to do today and and worried about nelson and you know this, this whole thing the entire day and so uh i before before i went into the, the fbi school last night I was like, all right, so Nikki, what, what, what's what's the diagnosis? You've been at the hospital all day, and you want to reply back? You want to say what you said?
4: He has itis.
3: He has itis. <laughs>
4: I said- E-Y-E-T-I-S?
3: No, 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 no. No, just
4: itis, it's, I-T-I-S. It's
3: what comes after what you have. <laughs> you know, like conjunctivitis, bronchitis.
0: Is, uh, isn't, isn't itis what you get after you eat a lot? <laughs>
3: no there's itis is always at the end of it Kyle it's there's there's a what you have itis now I'm not going to pretend to tell you what the definition of itis is but from a layman and I'm not a doctor I do know that itis follows the problem right, so like... insert problem then itis it's like what are you up to ing? <laughs> exactly ing. so she starts to like you know text talk me he's got mm-hmm. the itis well what does that mean <laughs> Like, how long does it take to get rid of the itis?
4: <laughs> Listen, he said a very long word when he was talking to us about what he had. I don't, I couldn't remember the first part. I know it's the itis. I know it's not the conjunctive itis because it's not pink eyes, another one of them. He has to go see another doctor, possibly has to have surgery. I told you all the things I knew. <laughs>
3: I <see. laughs> We're going back and forth for five minutes. He's got itis. <laughs> Nikki, that's not. I mean, okay. What comes? What did they say before the item? I don't know. He's just got the item. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about a friend. Can you help me out here? You're with a doctor. By the way, I heard that because they went to Sutter that they did a top-notch job. They did. But there's more to this story, and we'll have Nelson on here in about twenty some odd minutes uh, because he kept getting bumped, uh, and, and that's how the ER works. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, that's everywhere in the country, but. Um, the way that he tells it, I mean, it's it's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> but it's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those things. So we'll see uh, what his plan is moving forward here today uh, when we get him on the phone. First, we'll get uh, your first round of headlines. What do you got?
4: I'm going to tell you who was arrested for a hockey death and what animal stopped a woman from going to work.
3: All right, two big stories from today. Get your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hang
4: on. Stand ball.
3: that's the extra dramatic faith no more mm-hmm. that was when it was okay to let a goldfish flop itself to death on a video and everybody be okay with it all right your first round of headlines uh thanks to good guys heating and air 530 good air that is their phone number best service best price that is guaranteed nick d
4: what was initially called an accident has led to an arrest H1. As an arrest has been made after
1: a hockey player's neck was cut by a skate blade during a game in England last month.
4: We talked about this story when it initially occurred. Um, hockey player, uh, NHL player uh, Adam Johnson died because a hockey blade sliced him in the neck. He eventually succumbed to his Injuries and he passed away, and they were calling this just a freak accident. Well, now cops in England have placed the man in custody this week. They haven't released his name. So uh, the skater who sliced his neck was Matt Pettigrave, but they're not saying if that's the person they have in custody. And they said they have suspicion to believe that this is now manslaughter.
3: So, manslaughter, uh, to the best of my knowledge, obviously is not premeditated. This is a slippery slope. You know, we see this more and more within a job. Uh, That if something happens as horrific as this, Mm -hmm. then you get brought up on charges when, you know, I find it very hard to believe. But what do I know that another hockey player is going to purposely kill somebody with the blade of their skate? It just sounds very odd. I mean, if that's the case and that's what they actually did, then that's something we've never seen before. It's wild. It's wild. Like, you know, you, if you plan that out you're like, I'm going, but you know, manslaughter is not that they planned it out. It just, it happened and they're going to charge you. So that's not
4: how they're teeing this up though. There's, they initially had already said this is a freak accident kind of case closed, but they said they launched an investigation and now they're suspicious. So that doesn't say to me that it's just because it was an accident. Kyle? Did they go look at his text messages and did he say, I'm going to slash this guy's throat with my skate tonight? Right. See, that's what they haven't put out. Like what they they found.
3: Well, it's like vehicular manslaughter, right? You get charged with vehicular manslaughter. You're a dumb dumb. You're driving under the influence. You kill somebody, a family, or whatnot. You get you know, it's not premeditated, even though, I mean, there's an argument that you could say that it is. It's very difficult to charge somebody with first degree murder. That's why you always see second degree, Mm -hmm. all that other stuff. So, you know, if you go with the manslaughter, you're like, okay, well, you took a life, you have to pay for it, but accidents do happen. And I know it sounds kind of wonky, but if you're out there and you're playing a game, that's a violent game. It's a very violent game. You know, one of the very few games Uh, major sports that they allow you to fight like they stop everything so you can beat each other up which is nuts i I just it's a slippery slope you know you know cops have to deal with this you know they're always they're on edge now more than ever trying to do their job because somebody's going to pop in with a cell phone camera and they're going to say well that wasn't in today's standards you can't say that to me you're racist or you're sexist or you're whatever it's it's a it's a very slippery slope when you do stuff like this
4: they're working with, like, specialized investigators. Like, I think that there is some type of evidence they found that's having them do all this. Because I, if I don't you're going to give somebody manslaughter in sports for accidentally right. hitting somebody and them right. dying, I wouldn't play sports anymore.
3: Well, that's a baseball player hits a foul ball. And, you know, and on the ticket of, I think, every major league ballpark, it says they're not responsible. Uh-huh. But let's right. say a ball goes out there and you die. It uh, hit somebody in the head and, and, and they die. It, does that person now get charged with manslaughter? That was at the plate.
0: Well, okay, there was a fairly recent example of this. I think it was 2012. Josh Hamilton of the Rangers, end of an inning, he catches a fly ball. He's an outfielder. He turns around to throw Throws it into it. the stands. Yeah. Dad reaches over to grab it, falls over the railing, falls down into the area like behind the fence and dies.
3: Wait, where the where the 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 the, the pitchers are.
0: Yeah, kind of the, where a bullpen would a bullpen, be. There's yeah. not a bullpen there, and they tried there, to but, say
4: it was a baseball player's fault.
0: Yeah, wow. He wasn't. He didn't end up getting charged, but that was the whole thing. Was like, is this on Josh Hamilton? Did Josh Hamilton kill this guy?
3: Right. So, it's like, like no, I said, no. sl- slippery slope. Right. Anyway. Oh. All right. Second story.
4: If your seal friend visits your house, there's no work for you. H two. I heard a noise outside and I, I thought that somebody was um, trying to break into my car. And then next minute, I've got this big seal looking up at me in my bedroom window and it's like, oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, so hello. 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 <laughs> hello. Oh, seal, in. She had a very similar experience to me. A southern Tasmanian woman says that there was a 600 pound seal. Standing right in her front yard, blocking her car, so she was not able to go to work. Um, when she reached out to like the animal activist people or whatever to come get the seal, they were saying that when they come on land, they normally come there to hibernate, so they stay there for three to four weeks sleeping. <laughs> so they told her that the the likelihood of him going from in front of her car anytime soon was not probable. But luckily, he only slept there a couple hours before he left.
3: Not normally six hundred pounds, but they knew it was seal because it started singing "Kiss from a Rose."
4: Oh, right. baby. Thank you. I don't know
3: where. That was a that was a joke because the seal's an artist of the song I, know, I hate. And I
4: know you hate it. I seals. got an
3: applause. Yes, that yeah, that was a little funny, huh? All right. I
0: was going to say you have to make sure you break the seal.
3: Yeah, you got to break the seal. There you go. Uh, so Nelson's going to join us here. I think he's up, right? Yeah, he's up. He's up. He's up. All right. So Nelson will. Uh, I know he's got plans today. The doctor gave him um, orders and yeah. what to do.
4: He has to go back and see the doctor today. But
3: we know it's not pink eye.
4: No, it is not pink eye, so it's not contagious, so I'm good.
3: According to Nikki D., it's an itis, though.
4: It's an itis. Right. Pink eye. He'll tell you which one it is.
3: So, I don't know, because I talked to him last night, and I don't think <laughs> he knew either. He gave me kind of the same answer you gave me. I'm n-
0: I've never been more fascinated by a medical mystery. <laughs> I know, really. this is an episode of House, <laughs> to be a tapeworm. We're, te- we're teeing it up pretty good. I can't we're wait. Teeing it up
3: pretty good. Oh, All boy. Right. All right, so we'll talk to uh, Jacked Up by Nelson, our friend who's in a lot of pain right now when we get back. Hang on. Appreciate you being here. Good morning. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Nelson on the phone. We'll talk to him here in just a second. Kyle is filling in for Nelson. We appreciate that. Uh, as far as No Friends Giving, which we'll be doing this Sunday uh, at Bennett's Restaurant in Rockland, you would have to, if you want to participate, if you're an adult with no friends and you want to get on the list, uh, it's 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 not open to the public on Sunday. I mean, we'll be there at 430 30. Uh, having our Thanksgiving feast, the whole idea is, you know, back to Nikki, not being able to find friends, just moving here and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and there's other people out there like maybe possibly you. Uh, and we just want to take care of you. Like the people that have called in throughout the week. Uh, my point is, is you can't get in on the list via the text machine. You've, no, you've got a call. Uh, and those that did reach out to us on social media, We would you have to leave your information so we can get a hold of you. Right. Just like I want to go that. I mean, we appreciate the effort, but we need more than that.
4: Yeah, We need to know something so we can reach out and chat with you.
3: Right. Exactly. So I know there are a few people that said that uh, I was looking at our Facebook last night that said they're going to call in this morning because they want to want to join us. So that's great. But we need your information if Mm -hmm. you do reach out to us that way on the text machine, or on uh, on social media. So 916-909-0985. It's going to be fun. So far, the guest list is very interesting. We have a woman that's banned in Wheatland. We have a dude that has no friends because nobody likes him because he's a jerk. Uh, his words, not mine. We have a couple of uh, transplants from our old uh, neck of the woods in Atlanta.
4: Yeah, Stacey and her husband are coming.
3: Her, her husband works with the Kings, and uh, and then we'll see what else we get. We've and then got, we
4: got our friend Debbie, who's divorced. Oh, then we got who's divorced Debbie. Very know.
3: sad, divorced Debbie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was nothing I could possibly do at the end of the show yesterday. It
4: was that. not. She was so sad. I felt and you, bad. And
3: you guys made me look like the bad guy, and I thought I gave like... the. you made her sad. I, I thought it gave her like the Lombardi speech of the year. No,
4: she had to go through all the details, and it rehashed it, and you just came back to her mind. She was
3: so bad. much trauma. Yeah, <laughs> was, I don't want to see that face from you, Kyle. It was oh. a
0: good speech.
3: You're a sports guy. You do a sports show down the hall on ESPN 1320, starting at 10 o'clock. You know what a good coach speech is.
0: On a yeah, so, sure, yeah. I don't think a divorced woman needs to be coached though. They did you be nurtured? Did you, you, hug. oh, you
3: weren't in the room. I that's shouldn't what, say
0: well, a person. You, you didn't person.
3: hear her, so you can't, like, if that's you, right. you would have heard her, you would be saying different things to me right now. Oh, okay. His
4: speech was phenomenal. I will tell you that. If okay, ever I was okay. going to break up, I would want his speech, but I wouldn't want to talk about everything then get the speech. Right, Just especially on the, the radio. Speech. Yeah.
3: Well, that's where you do it. Is of course, well, tear it out. Yeah, right,
4: it's way cheaper than therapy.
3: Uh, Nelson uh, uh, is on the phone, and uh, he spent the most, uh, most, the better part of the day yesterday in the ER. And how you feeling today, buddy?
1: So much trauma in the SAC, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Divorce Debbie, and my eyeball. We're all falling apart.
3: Yeah. How, how do you feel? You wake up better today? Better? Worse? It's like
1: better and worse. So, like, I can open the eye better, but there's more, like, just constant pain from the eyeball, which I'm hoping is just that it's been so damn swollen the last few days that maybe it's just, like, you know, after, like, the swelling recedes and then, like, the bruising really sets in, like, bruising. that's when the pain starts. open see,
4: they said yesterday that the pain in the eye was one of the things that they were looking out for because that means danger, danger, danger. So that's what I'm worried
3: I know, about. So the the I can't. let's back this up. It started Friday. Uh, yeah. You you hung out with a bunch of people over the weekend and got them sick probably. I and, did not. And so we thought it was pink eye to begin with.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: uh-huh. now we know that it's not pink eye. But according to Nikki D, who was with you uh, at the in the ER yesterday, again Sutter. What I understand did a great job with Phenomenal. you guys. Phenomenal. Yeah. You didn't have, you did not have the ER experience I had some months ago.
4: Not at all. No.
3: Which was not sutter, by the way. And, and so uh, Nikki's telling me you have itis, but that's not a thing. It has to be. There's a word before itis.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember. It was like iritis or vi- uvitis. It's a, it's one
4: of the itises. Yeah, he has an itis.
3: Okay, you go to the hospital to find out what's wrong <laughs> with you. And you don't know what's wrong with you. Like I would be googling, WebMD, calling friends, reaching out on social media.
4: They didn't write it on the paper they gave you, Nelson. Right.
1: I thought it was an osis at first, but it's an itis. Yes, that's... osis is
0: learning.
3: <laughs> we oh. itis Nelson, you're a smart cat, dude. You know uh, itis comes after the bronch. It comes after the <laughs> right, conjunctive. Right. It comes after I the was... thing.
1: Sodosis. I thought it was a cellulosis. Well, I don't even know what that is. So. I don't either because I tried Googling it and it doesn't exist. Uh, That's a marsupal? Oh,
3: Kyle's <laughs> found the drops. Really, Kyle? Kyle's an hour oh, in and found the drop bar.
2: God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Kyle. <laughs> well, yeah. well placed. All right, so what's the wow. plan? What's the plan moving forward? I go to an eye doctor today. Okay, what do they do? I'm going to the Rancho Cordova. I'm going to eyeball guy. All right, well, I wouldn't want to be that eye doctor looking at that thing. We
4: both are going to the doctor today. I go at two. He goes at three. Same place. No, no. You know I got to go back for my my issues and my lost. Got to get a brown. I got to get my that. sonogram read today.
3: This company is going to regret hiring this show. <laughs> this is like this. This show is so broken. I mean, like. I, I just wait for me. I mean, I'll be there in a second. I mean, there's going to be You've something. You've
4: already been. You were the first one. You got 15 holes in you. Yeah, Whoa. I know. Right,
3: but, but I understand that. But I didn't have to take off of work. I wasn't in the hospital. I haven't taken off work. Not yet. Until you have your arm ball surgery. surgery. You know, it's not
4: under my arm. It's in my arm. other part.
3: Whatever. Oh yeah, you, you got to remove the.
4: <laughs> my ID. Your,
3: they got to. <laughs> Go to the depths of
4: yeah, they do your vagina. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: <laughs> so uh, so you go. Oh. To, what are you, what are you
1: hoping to get from the eye doctor? I'm hoping that he's going to tell me that my eyeball is just going to start healing now, or like I've been on four different kinds of drops. They put a they put an antibiotic in my butt cheek. I said that's not even what's wrong with me. Why are you put it in my butt cheek? But he said that's where it's got to go.
3: Yeah, that's, that's that's where they put the needles.
4: and then they mm-hmm. put me on a pill. Oh. He may have to have surgery. So he has to see don't this physician, that. you might. He has to see the the, the eye doctor for him to really <laughs> assess what's going on with his eye, look at the cat scan, make a determination. And now that he's having constant pain, mm. they may have to
3: cut his it, eyeball. They, they don't think it's like a torn retina or anything, do they?
1: No, mm. that was what the it wasn't a cat scan, it was a CT. I don't know if that makes it better, but it was
4: It was a scan. <laughs> we don't goof- Are CT scans and cat
3: scans different. We we don't, give, I don't know. we don't give full Is there an A and C P We we don't give full words on this show. <laughs> we just give scans and itises. I got scan I
1: got the itis that they found from the scan. Right.
3: Yes. yes, you got the you got the itis you found from the scan. Uh so so I was I was asking Nelson last night about if he can sleep, you know, because mm-hmm. he's in so much pain. And he said, Yes, he can sleep, but he's got this constant dripping I mean, this is gross. So if you're eating breakfast, just hang on. He's got this constant dripping from his eye.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That
3: it's soaking his pillow, so I said yes. to him, "I said, well, why don't you put some gauze over uh, your eye?" And he's like, "Why well, didn't ha- you guys didn't ask that question?" No, we didn't, you know, because it's no. it's it's flooding with whatever liquid.
4: I mean, <clears throat> they did great there, but I am gonna say this: we didn't ask the question because the last time that he got drops put in his eye, she asked him, "Do you have tissue?" And I'm thinking, just one. Well, where would he get that from? No, he doesn't have tissue. So I thought she was then going to go get a gauze or get some tissue napkins. I don't know something before she put the drops in. But you know what she did? Hmm. She said, "No, oh, okay, hold your head back." And she still just dropped it in there and just let the stuff run right down his face. Didn't give him nothing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Kyle, if I end up in the, yeah. Kyle, if I end up in the ER, will you go with me? I, I, I I'm not. Sh- I appreciate Nikki saying that she'd be there for me, but. I don't know how much help she's gonna be. <laughs> I was just, she's not writing anything down. She's not taking minutes. Nope. She's not doing anything.
4: No, I heard exactly. was with what somebody the-
1: who was a spiritual advisor.
3: Would she pray for you? Oh, please tell me she prayed for you in the hospital.
1: Oh no, she got some other woman to pray for
4: me. I got the she spiritual didn't even pray. lady that works there to do it. What? Yeah. That's that, her they whole have, job. That's her job. Her badge, she she walked by, she was talking to her. Her badge said spiritual um lady advisor or something like that on the badge lady. so i asked her i said excuse me miss lady I, I said what does that mean like what do you do she said we just aid in any any way we can if people need it if people have bad diagnoses. if somebody's gonna die if you need prayer i'm like well he needs it could you give him a scripture
3: i swear this state has the oddest job opportunities <laughs>
4: she, she definitely you know. makes like
0: six
3: figures right yeah right Probably. exactly
0: Probably. She's a sweet
1: woman
3: 125 to start curator unbelievable
0: sweet, sweet yeah.
1: woman But and you know because Nikki talked to her that they're going to add that to my bill.
4: No, they're not.
3: Oh, please tell me they do. Please tell me if they do.
1: I, wa- I want to know
3: what the cost is of to talk to the spiritual. Did she read your palms, too?
4: No, she gave him a scripture <laughs> no, that. that comes off the in and out cup, she said.
3: She comes over with a deck of cards and says, oh, you're a lucky day. You're a knight.
4: <laughs> it wasn't his lucky day because he got bumped quite a few times before he could even get his scan.
3: Well, so that's the other part of the story. Well, there's lots of parts of the story, but that's the other part of the story. Nelson was like... I said, uh, he was telling me about, you know, it was a great experience. They got him in. he says, you know, other than the weight uh, in order to get into the mm-hmm. room. Like, when I went to the ER, again, I did not go to Sutter, but I didn't even get into the room. You know, I was there for six hours. <laughs> not I, I didn't. Get, I went from hallway to hallway to hallway. I never even got into right. a room.
4: He got there fast.
3: So he got in. What kind of. He was bef- in the hallway. B- before he got into the room, I was like, well, what took so long? So every time they were trying to get Nelson back into the room, there was another horrific car accident that people were coming in because you get bumped in the yard. Now, it's not funny for those that were in this car accident, but it's kind of funny if you're Nelson and you're going, okay, it's my turn. Oh, Jesus, here's the fourth car accident in the last three hours. He knew the
4: code and everything. He's like, you hear that? That means I'm being bumped. I'm like, what? Uh Anytime (laughs) they say trauma four, code blue, (laughs) that means I got to wait. I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, because I've been here waiting so long. She told me. I'm like, all right, so now I'm listening like, Trauma code blue four. Oh man! All right, we gotta wait a few more minutes. You guys are texting me like, "What's going on?" We're waiting for a scan. Stand by. Got the idea. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like
1: just as someone would come to move my bed, you'd hear this. Inbound. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma level one. Mm-hmm. Okay, here it goes again. Somebody uh, lost an arm in a lawnmower accident.
3: If I were to guess, Nikki D, I would say that throughout this whole process, you had to listen to Nelson constantly talk about how much it's going to be the copay.
4: You know what? He didn't even bring that up one time, and he he only cried once while I was there. What'd you cry about? Because he was happy that I came. Oh my god! Yeah, he was happy that I I came. That was so touching.
1: I feel a little weepy <laughs> when she can. I, appreciate that I'll I'll I
0: appreciate that you're not scared to bask in your emotions, Nelson. That's oh one of my God. favorite things about you.
1: God,
3: like cry over the length of the needle, cry over the pain in your eye. You cried when Nikki D got. What, you deserve to be eye itis or whatever it is that you have. What a pansy. I got the itis. That's he, why you like him so much is because no, he gives you emotion. No, he
4: appreciated that I came to check on him, okay? I can appreciate his appreciation of me. Oh no, you're just uh, you're like, Oh, he's you a know? mark. I'm here. He's crying. Cool. No, I pull up, he's laying down, he's surprised to see me. He's like, How'd you get here? I'm like, I told you I was coming. Why'd he look surprised?
3: I I'm surprised you didn't stop at the gift shop, get some flowers, maybe pop into somebody's room. No, I couldn't. The guy detour. that's flatlined, you know, that doesn't detour. need him. You know, get a little teddy bear. You always get a little teddy bear. This did you guy. just
0: advocate stealing a teddy
4: bear from somebody who flatlined?
3: Yeah, that's how you do oh, it. Yeah, they're already Jeez gone. Geez. It's a lot cheaper. Oh, my
4: God. No, I couldn't do oh, any deviating from my path because I was already doing the most to get back there. People were trying to stop me, and I'm like, uh-uh. If I went to the gift <laughs> shop, I wouldn't have made it.
3: What time's your uh, eye appointment? Three o'clock. Why do you make these so late in the day? Then we gotta They re- made it. It's he a didn't have the choice. I wanted
4: it yesterday. Oh. We did. We we
3: tried. Let me say this to you, dude. There's a a consensus on social media. My wife, Nikki D's mother, me, my dad, his dad. I mean, everybody, 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 everybody in the world. Okay, okay, everybody, everybody. What? You gotta you gotta clean your fingernails, kiddo.
1: Oh God, dang it! I knew I knew (laughs) when I told Nikki D you could use that damn photo that I should have sent a different picture. That's that's why you have. Your itis is
3: because your nails are so dirty and you rub your oh, eyes with up. your dirty fingers. It's either that oh, or
4: gonorrhea. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I
0: knew it too. <clears throat> Maybe it's gonorrhea under the fingernails. Cut your <clears throat> nails. Whatever. Now.
4: Clean. What do you mean? Whatever. Have you read what my dad said? It's, it was so vulgar. <laughs> I'm like, why, can, why do you have to text me this kind? Can of you give stuff? me a heads up? Like
3: first before <laughs> I just. Read? I didn't
4: say it out loud. I was just in. <laughs> All right, it. hold
3: on. This is what her said. I'm gonna. You've got 76 unread text messages? That's not the point. Oh,
1: that's, yeah. You
4: that, cannot you
3: focus.
1: You have an anxiety attack just looking uh, at her phone.
3: Daddy D says uh, he may have duty. He didn't use that <laughs> word, but duty, on his hands, and I have seen inmates do that to get out of working.
4: hmm No. <clears throat> that's what he said.
3: My wife texted me a two-texter lengthy text about your dirty fingernails. Oh, <laughs> and my
4: mom was talking to me on the phone.
3: I'm going to read that text message in the entire 9 o'clock hour. <laughs>
4: Oh my God, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> They're clean.
1: Do you need me to send you a picture now? They're clean. Yes. Yes, I would like to do yes, we'll that. Yes, we'll do
3: a before Please. and after for the audience. All right. Get well. We'll talk soon. I'll, I'll okay. talk to you in a little bit. All right, get some rest. <laughs> All, right. Hi, All right. Bye. Bye, Hi, Nelson. I will see you later.
1: Bye, Kyle. All
3: right. I will see you later. You get it?
1: Right.
4: I love you.
3: I, I get it. Yeah. I gave him some I jokes yesterday. It was pretty funny.
4: When I posted this picture, I put a little eye joke up there, and I felt pretty proud of myself. Yeah. I did. All
3: right. uh, This story I want to bring up here, um, I brought it up to, this has been brought up between Nikki and I off the air a couple different times. Yes. I'm just telling you, and I'll let you kind of steer this because Mm -hmm. I'll get beat up for being racist probably, (laughs) which I am not, but there are differences in culture.
4: There are, and that's just facts.
3: In communities, people do things differently. They do. I, as the white guy, Did not realize that this was a cultural thing. And I actually could probably debate it that it's an everybody thing. But Nikki D claims that in the African-American community, Mm -hmm. and she's not happy with this. I'm not. That your people like to do certain things at funerals. That I'm just not with. That are just kind of odd. So much odd that it's made national news. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what that story is here in a minute. Hang on. I guess some people think it's odd when at a funeral you do something a little bit different. And Nikki D is telling me she says Bailey stories like this, like the one I'm about to tell you, listening. Uh, it's 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 a big thing in the African American community.
4: It is, and I'm sick of
3: it. And she doesn't like it. I'm over it. And I and I'm sitting here, kind of debating with her. I go, I think it's an everybody thing, and she's yelling at me. She's I'm
4: not yelling. I'm saying, tell me one white person you know that was put up somewhere and perched in a corner, posing at their funeral.
3: And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And, I, and I could swear I've seen stories like this, like Never. one you know, buried in a Star Wars casket or. Uh, there was a story years ago. Guys, a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and they dressed him up and they put him in his favorite chair because he watched. I, I think he was white. Pretty sure. I don't he
4: think white. he was. I'm pretty sure he probably was <laughs> black. Or now I'm finding out Hispanic.
3: <laughs> so, so the the reason why we're having this conversation is uh, there's a model. Her name is Erica L Carrington, and uh, the other day she was at the funeral for fashion designer Vernest Moore. Yeah, those names mean nothing to me and probably nothing to you, uh, but it gained some 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 interest and some news because uh, during the the funeral, you know, she walks down the aisle like it's a catwalk,
4: uh huh, in one of his designer dresses,
3: in one of his dresses, and she gets heat. The internet gives her heat, and she says this entire weekend uh, was planned out ahead, and even had early talks with the guy that died, mm-hmm. this Vernest Moore. We'll never know if that's true or not. But people at the funeral thought it was in, in
4: bad taste. In Some people did, but most, most people who are beating her up weren't people that were at the funeral. And I'm actually going to give her a pass. I don't think this was bad. I think he was a designer. I mean, they had a big fur... Um, coat laid across his casket like this was a guy who was big flair so her doing the the catwalk i wouldn't beat her up too much for that it was still the man was in the casket where he was supposed
3: so to be. what is it that you don't like
4: i don't like when they take the people that have passed and don't have them in their caskets like uh this one story i saw the mom's like oh my son really loved going to the club so they had his <laughs> weight at the club with him sitting at the table with a cigar in his hand (laughs) i have a problem with that put those people in the casket you can have it up if you want to or close it do not have these dead people perched all over the place (laughs) on different things that they like to do how
3: do you get a dead body in a club
4: because they embalm it a certain way and no no
3: no no, not not like literally well i guess literally but i mean what club would allow you to do that oh
4: you just bring a bring an ID. There's plenty of places when when we start going through the stories of these people buried or, or put up in different places, the people who own these places are with it. I think they want their attention.
3: Now, it doesn't say with some of these odd funerals if they're white or black or Hispanic or Chinese, whatever, but uh, some of the odd ones, um, Miriam. I can tell you what they are. Okay, Miriam. Okay. So, okay, you tell me. I don't know. I will tell I'll you. I'll tell you the story. You tell me the race. Okay. Miriam Burbank positioned at a table with a beer, whiskey, and cigarettes nearby, nails painted in the colors of her favorite American football team for her service in
4: New Orleans. Absolutely. She is a black woman.
3: Okay, but what's, I mean, like, if that's what she wanted, I'm assuming nobody went to this Miriam woman and go, you know what, this is what she would want. Versus before she died, you know, somewhere in her will or she had told somebody, like, hey, this is, this is how I want to go out.
4: If Auntie Miriam died and she said, I want you to put me at the dining room table in front of my television with some cigarettes and bush light, which is what's in front of this woman, I would say it's not happening.
3: Willie Stokes Jr., I know what you're going to say on this one. Willie is black. Yeah, but letting the departed... <laughs> 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 Next one. <laughs> he is black. <laughs> I got that from Willie Stokes Jr. <laughs> uh, letting the departed depart in real style isn't new. 30 years ago, Chicago gambler Willie Stokes Jr. was buried in a casket resembling a Cadillac Seville.
4: You know what? And I'm not too mad at Willie about this one because at least he is in the casket. Now, his casket does right. look like a Cadillac. Here we go.
3: A cadillac the- Yeah. <laughs> <Thank> yeah. <you. laughs> David Morales,
4: All right, no way black. David Morales is not black, he is Hispanic.
3: Well, yeah, I I knew that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Motorbike-loving David Morales was embalmed sitting on his beloved Honda.
4: And it looks... That's cool. It it does not look cool. It doesn't. The picture looks freaky. If I walked into this funeral, I would have freaked out.
3: You know what? When I was a kid, I would always tell my mom that when I die, I want my casket to have all my Star Wars figures hanging from the ceiling. And people told me that you shouldn't have that conversation when you're five.
4: You definitely shouldn't have it at five.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's just being well-prepared. I actually Why respect were that. Why you thinking it, about yeah. death
4: at five? Because
3: I didn't want my Star Wars figures to ever leave me. Oh, my God. Because I loved, you know, like I wanted the X-Wing fighter hanging and all that kind of stuff. But you know how I want to go out.
4: I know. But what you have you is You want a just, Viking
3: funeral, don't you? No, he no. wants people
4: He's- to. Uh, it, hold drink?
3: on, no, you don't don't pitch it badly. Okay. Uh, let me pitch it properly to Kyle.
4: Oh
5: gosh!
3: I want to be frozen, and I want uh, at my funeral there to be a party. And are you planning on going? Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll be so, there. Okay, well, okay, <laughs> next, so,
0: next Thursday, right? I hope not.
3: <laughs> and I want everybody to chip me off and drink me and pee me out. I think that's cool. I don't think it's ever been done.
4: And what do you think, Kyle?
3: I'm just looking at your face. You would do it, right? If that was my dying request. The amount
0: of people yes or no that I would chip off is very small. But
3: mm. I'm on the list. Uh, You've never done it. Chi- no, that's Ignore. gross.
0: No, that's gross. I've decided that's gross.
3: No, I think it's that's cold. nasty.
0: Bro. Well, Super so you want to be cry you want to be cryogenically frozen, but not like Walt Disney style to be right. reanimated at some no. point.
3: I just want people to you be want be You want to be urinated. Yeah, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be in your body forever. I want to be in you.
4: That is so nasty. I want to
3: be in you for, uh, for the rest of your life. That's a... No. <laughs> I hate that a lot.
0: I'm out. know <laughs> yeah, I hate that a lot. I hate that a lot. <laughs>
3: uh, and Guard Aguardo Velasquez. He is Hispanic as well. All right, thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Obvious Morning Making Show. Sure you know. Then paramedic Eduardo <laughs> Velasquez was embalmed in his uniform sitting in the driver's seat of his own ambulance.
4: That's cool. It's not cool. Not cool at all.
3: How about Georgina Cervoni? Georgina? She's Russian, right? She's not black. Not Hispanic. Uh,
4: no, white. I don't think she's white. No, she's black. Really? Yep.
3: George, well, okay, grandmother told her family she wanted to be a part of her own wake. So when the eighty-year-old died from natural causes, her daughter Miriam, uh, maybe Miriam Bearbank,
0: <laughs> <laughs> dressed
3: her in her wedding gown and sat her in a rocking chair. Oh my! God. Taking center stage for the whole gathering.
0: I went. I went to Key West recently. Okay. okay, Key West. There's this big haunted tour you can do. There's been all sorts of awful things that have happened on this island. These all sound like stories that you would hear on the haunted ghost tour, like. The man was so obsessed with his wife that he dressed her in a wedding gown and put her in a rocking chair. This is what that all sounds like to me.
3: It's cool. I mean, like, you know, if we're going to evolve and change and do things differently, uh, funerals don't necessarily have to be sad. They can be, they're supposed to be a celebration of life.
4: I'm all for a celebration of life. I just, there's some things that you don't have to change and dead people not being in caskets is one of them. You know,
3: you know who does it right? The Irish, the Irish funerals. Those are like parties. They celebrate the life. They don't sit there. I mean, there's weeping and there's mourning, of course, but they have a party. They get drunk. They get trash drunk. You know, that's pretty cool.
4: I mean, it's fine if you want to, like I said, do a celebration of life. I don't have a problem with that. I only have a problem with where the dead person is.
3: What about uh, Tupac? And his ashes were smoked by members of his old uh, group, Outlaws with a Z.
4: But see, but he was dead. He was cremated. They there were ashes. People have all kind of weird things they want done with their ashes. To each his own. They smoked his ashes. Yes, they did. Very
3: much like I want you to drink me. All right. Well, then I'm in. Oh, so now, what? What? now I'm That's in. Tupac's so in. because now I'm Tupac in. had him. <laughs> yeah, smoking. you're okay with drinking. Yeah. me?
4: Yeah, I'm still out. I'm not doing that.
3: That makes me upset that you changed your mind just because I read the Tupac thing. Like you should have been in just because I told I asked you nicely.
4: No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't like the way you were sounded. Yeah, no. But now I'm in. Uh,
3: Aretha Franklin had three outfit changes for her viewings and funeral.
4: Let me tell you something. I love Aretha Franklin. She I will she always black. be the queen. Black. Aretha is definitely black. But her funeral was ridiculous. Like I didn't. I watched the first maybe hour and then I was out. She had three outfit changes during a funeral. It was ridiculous.
3: Uh, Luke Perry. The 90210 and Riverdale star requested that he be laid to rest in an eco-friendly mushroom burial suit.
0: I rock with that. Yeah, I That's do. Dope. Well,
3: That's dope. That's really cool. Is that in the casket or just in the ground?
0: Probably in the ground.
4: I think it was in the casket.
3: Yeah, you can't just put a body in the ground.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think it was in the casket so that it would well, be- Why do you want to go? By, I want to be- cr- Well, I really want to be wrapped up, remember? That's what I, what I really want. I don't be want my body to be here. No, I want to- no, Like too... how we are right now, I no. want us to be here talking- no. And then I want to just disappear. Like, oh. I want God to just bring me up. Okay. Ooh, let's, like that.
3: Let's just say. Like in Avengers. Let's just say for some weird reason <laughs> that doesn't work. I mean, I'd be shocked if it doesn't. But let's go with a plan B. What would be a plan my B? My
4: plan B is I'll be cremated.
3: Cremate. And then yep. what do you want What do you want me to do with your ashes?
4: I want it to just sit in, in the house, whoever house that I'm closest to at the time. I want you to cremate me. I want the cutest urn. I want bling on it. I want my initials on it. And then I just want to chill in the house with y'all. Okay. I don't want to be spread anywhere none of that. I want to always be around.
0: Okay. I want to be cremated and smoked at Bailey's funeral. <laughs>
3: you, want die, you want to die
0: at the people same time? Are, people are sipping on your ice cube yeah. and, smoking and smoking you, smoking my ashes. That's a party. Wow. There we go. That sounds like a good time. That means That's you and I probably
3: need to get in a car crash. We need to get, be in a death <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Or a death yeah. murder suicide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Morbid. <laughs> Crazy. You know, and then you have to if you've got a friend or a loved one that, you know, is requesting something like this, then you you have to follow through. You know, even if like if your friend asks you to say take me to the club, and put me up there and do all these things, the thing that you hate, you have to do it. No, you do not. I refuse. One hundred percent.
4: That that person's dead. They have no idea. They have no idea. My best friend. You already know the biggest. My biggest. Uh, argument with her mom was she buried her looking like somebody she wasn't. She put her in this ugly, big, pink Pepto-Bismol dress with pearls. My friend wouldn't have worn that. She would have been furious to know she looked like that. But how does she know? She's She's gone. She's not well, here.
3: You're a spiritual person. She knew.
4: Oh, I'm, I whispered to her and talked to her, and I was like, girl, your so, mom is a mess for this.
3: So <laughs> she'll know. They will know if you don't follow through. Like my oh. mother- has requested she's got her dress picked out, she's got her plot picked out, and she's requested that my wife make sure that she has clean panties.
4: That's a, a reasonable request.
3: Weird. I'm glad she didn't ask me, and ask my wife. But that's my wife's job—is to change my mother when she passes. God forbid, but when she passes, my wife has got to change her panties. Mm-hmm. It's just so odd to even say out loud. Mm. But that's what her—that's her dying request, and she does not want to be embalmed. Oh. Yeah. Does okay. not want to be embalmed. I think it's one or the other because there's only one or the other. I, I gotta think figure, she
4: I, said she didn't want to because she saw something. No, Graham said something grow, to her. Yeah, wake up or something. Yeah, like
3: yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got for us?
4: Well, I'm going to tell you, speaking of death, how selfies are becoming the death of us and why the U- UFC are throwing out Peloton.
3: All right. Two big stories from today. Still yet to uh, give your big fat bribe song. You're listening for. Santana featuring Rob Thomas and Smooth. When you hear that, your caller 18 to get you $500. Get your second round of headlines here in just a minute. Hang on.
1: Stand by for news. No. No! It's time for today's top two. It's time for today's top two.
4: second round of headlines
3: <laughs> big thanks to good guys heating and air uh, 530 good air that is your phone number Nikki d is
4: a selfie worth your life h3 it's called death by selfie you've seen the shocking
3: photos of people putting themselves at risk trying to capture that perfect shot the number of mishaps and even deaths is on the rise so the question now becomes are we making memories at the cost of our own lives Very dramatic.
4: Yeah, well, you have to be dramatic to get people's attention. And uh, back in 2010, the biggest thing that came out was do it for the gram, do it for the gram. So everybody was so anxious to have the best picture and to have the most likes that people started doing silly stuff, like putting themselves in harm's way to get the perfect selfie. Selfies became a thing 2010 when iPhone 4 gave us the front-facing camera, because before then, we didn't have that. You just have to turn your phone all the way around to try to figure out your face. Hold on,
3: hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow down. Selfies have been around for decades,
4: not in the same way as they are now.
3: Well, no, not in the same way where you have a phone to take the picture. But we were taking selfies in the 80s, if not the 70s. People were taking selfies with what? With a Polaroid.
4: Yeah, but it that was
3: that was the. I mean, you know, I I can remember taking a Polaroid and put it up, and that's still a selfie, just because it's not on your phone. People aren't
4: standing on cliffs doing that
3: people weren't dying well they weren't as stupid then either that's what exactly. i'm saying
4: exactly so the point is now the cameras are accessible to everybody because people were not walking around with big polaroids trying to take oh, selfies yes they were <laughs> oh no <laughs> they were not <laughs> you're not gonna have me believe that one.
3: That, that is a tr- uh, people gen xers okay, back let my, me know the gen xers back my play and i guarantee that uh everybody that grew up as a gen xer in the 80s had taken a selfie with a polaroid
4: I mean, I grew up in the 80s, and I didn't even own a Polaroid. You
3: were a kid. I, well, I was a kid in the end, but I'm talking about, <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. People are dying.
4: Okay, so the Journal of Medi- Medical Internet Research recently published a paper that was put together that says people are dying at an alarming rate from taking these selfies. So now they're trying to put out warnings to say, do not risk your life for a selfie.
3: I know. Your the phones are going to ha- start having... You know, like when you see those car commercials and... You know, they take it out and they're just going up in the mountains and they're doing all this crazy stuff. And then the very, very fine print is don't do this at home. This is mm-hmm. a trained driving mm-hmm. professional. And that just covers their ass. Yeah. They're gonna have to start doing that on phones because and I don't think we've gotten a, a lawsuit yet, but eventually somebody's gonna sue Apple, Google, Samsung, whomever. Just gave them the idea. Right. And say <laughs> it's because of the addiction to this digital technology. Mm-hmm. You made me take a selfie and fall off a cliff at Yosemite.
4: That's why Instagram... Also- so stupid people no, uh,
0: Okay, so that's my question. Is it the phone or is it the social media outlet that would then be required to put a warning label...
3: I would say it's the phone.
4: I would say it's the phone because they're taking the selfie on the phone. Like, but what I was saying is the social media outlets have tried to combat that a little bit with like Instagram taking away the visibility of likes. Yeah. So now people aren't trying to do it for the gram. So now
3: every selfie is going to have like a, a disclaimer at the bottom of it. This selfie was taken in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one was injured, including myself, during the taking of this selfie. Uh, hashtag. I'm safe here, you know, or something like yes. that. All right, second start.
4: Dana White supports his people at all costs. H4. My, my guys are going to take the Pelotons out of the gym today. Oh, that, dude. Yeah. We're getting rid of them. We're going to go throw them in the fucking garbage today. I'll be
0: happy to toss him in.
4: UFC CEO Dana White isn't a big fan of corporate sponsors who try to control what people say or do. So he was recently sitting down with Theo Vaughn on his podcast filmed at the UFC headquarters to discuss business sponsorships and stuff like that. And Theo Vaughn was saying that one of his sponsors had pretty much pulled out on him because they didn't like the fact that he did an interview with um, – Uh, I'm about to say JFK, RFK RFK Jr. Jr. And so uh, when he said that to Dana White, he's like, well, who is it? And he ended up saying Peloton. He immediately orders all the Pelotons to be thrown out of their offices.
3: Love it. Love it. Love it. I wish wish that there are more people of power like Dana White. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that that is like fair is fair because, you know, and fair is fair because they just signed a huge deal with Bud Light, which Bud Light has been, you know, Gone through the ringer the last couple months yep. because of the whole transgender campaign that never even happened. Mm-hmm. That just was leaked that they were going to possibly do,
4: and people jumped on the Kid Rock train.
3: And if you want to break it down right and left, you know the the left was very much for it, the right was very much against it. Mm-hmm. Dana White leans very much right. I mean, he just had Trump and Kid Rock and everybody you know march out to the latest event. So the guy's fair, right? The guy's the guy's fair. He's like. Look, it's a business deal. Business is business. That's what I tell people. You know, don't leave money on the table. Put your personal stuff aside. If there's money to be made, you know, don't let other people affect the money that goes into your pocket pocket. and the food on your table for your family.
4: You got to keep your coin
3: going. Don't let that happen. And Dana White is the epitome of that, which is really cool. Yeah. That's why I like him so
4: much. Yeah. I thought that was cool. That's the way to stand up and stand behind somebody for something you believe
3: in. Yeah. I mean, to have that power and just say right then and there, they take yeah. it out all their jobs Take it
4: out. Get them out.
3: So now the question is, is what are you going to do with them all? Because I'm sure people are like, well, if you're
4: going to sell them. Because like, they're not oh. cheap and they're not light. He said he's throwing them out. So I'm like, is he going <laughs> to go put them on the street? So I can go ride by and get one?
3: All right. Uh, you don't know Jeff. <laughs> five-time, five-time, five-time. Five-time World Jeopardy champion of the world. Uh, Jeopardy Jeff will join us here next. We need some players. I've got tickets for Skid Row and Buck Chariot. It is the Gangs All Here Tour. December 16th at the Hard Rock Live, courtesy of Live Nation. So, because Nelson is out, I will give you the question. So, you can take Team Nile. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki and Kyle. Nikki and Kyle. <laughs> team Nile. It's like the voice. Team Nile uh, or Team Jeopardy Jeff. And, uh, and I'll go through and I'll play the part of Nelson and you guys will buzz in and we'll have some players and somebody to get the tickets. All right. Start so lining up, 916-909-0985, 916-909-0985. Need some players, Skid Row, Buck Cherry tickets. You yeah, don't know Jeff here in just a minute.
1: Hang on. Someone's going to get these questions right, and it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D.
6: You don't seem like a super genius.
1: That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. You Don't Know Jeff.
3: There he is, five-time, 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 five-time five world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. Welcome to the BS Jeopardy. Jeff, how are you, buddy?
5: I'm well. It's good to be back. Good to see you all.
3: Yeah, have you seen the pictures of Nelson on our social media?
5: I did. They're, uh, you, you can only look at them. You can't unsee them. Yeah. That way. <laughs> yeah, we
3: had him on earlier. All he knows is he's got an itis. He was in the ER yesterday, and Nikki D was uh, taking care of him. He cried when she showed up, and now he's got to go to the eye doctor today and hopefully avoid surgery. But he sounded better; uh, looked yeah, like he had a, he looked like he had a worm growing out of his eye yesterday.
2: Yeah,
3: you know. So anyway, all right, uh, we got these uh, tickets for Skid Row, Buck Cherry. It's the Gangs All Here tours a great show, December sixteenth at the Hard Rock Live. I highly suggest if you don't win them with us, you buy them ticketmaster.com uh this is all courtesy of live nation we uh, i will take the place of nelson uh you do not have my brain this week i don't i have kyle so it's not team Ooh. bailey d it's team nile yeah nikki d and kyle will go up against jeopardy jeff and we got trenton in sacramento uh, which team do you want to play for you trenton jeopardy jeff Jeopardy Jeff, okay. Oh, Jeopardy.
0: Wow, right. ship, bunch huh? of haters. Wow, uh, crazy. Brad
3: in Sacramento, you're getting Team Nile, okay? Okay, sounds
0: good. Okay,
3: <laughs> we're not just a river in Egypt. Okay, okay, that's, that's fine. I'll do slogan. it. All right, um, all right. Uh, Buzzing sounds. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Matt. Nah. Okay, good. And Nikki D. Faith. And Kyle. But. Okay, so if I hear a Nikki D or Kyle, that's Team Nile. Mm-hmm. If I hear a Jeopardy Jeff, and I got to focus on his lips, uh, which I've got no problem with. Already done. What Nelson does. Yeah, then uh, I'll call on you. <laughs> All right, here, here we go. All right. The category is time.
4: Time, okay.
3: This theoretical device represents the likelihood of a human-made global catastrophe in minutes. Matt, what is the doomsday clock? Well, you got to check with your partner.
0: Oh. Are you sure about that? I feel really good about okay, it. Okay, let's do
3: it okay you don't have to say what is you just tell me the answer
0: well it's jeopardy jeff i'm trying to impress him
3: okay okay <laughs> your guys' answer is doomsday clock that is correct
0: oh let's go
3: there you go oh. impressed me
0: with that answer kyle yeah. thank you wow come
3: on yeah i was surprised you didn't get that jeopardy jeff here we go well, I, I knew what it was but i couldn't think of the name of it so no. it always helps to know the name to get the answer it does it does ah <laughs> <sighs> in time that's the category. Paul Newman's Daytona version of this timepiece sold for seventeen point eight million. Yes, Jeopardy Jeff. It's a Rolex. Rolex is correct. Oh, there we go. You give some applause in there too. Throw some applause yeah, every once in a while. Next category. Uh, zeros music. O's music. Like the 2000- Oh, 2000s Oh, two thousands music. Zero's I was gonna say what? Who? Well, the- my sheet. says zeros music.
5: Gregorian chant.
3: (laughs) That's a point for Jeopardy! J. Here we go. Before. Crowd. Thank you. Before they got. It's it's crowded in here. Unbelievable. Before they got it started, this band's hit song. Black. Yes, Team Nile.
4: It's Black Eyed Peas, right? Yep, Black Eyed Peas.
0: Black Eyed Peas. We feel good about it. Who are the Black Eyed Peas?
3: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Let's
0: go. Mm,
3: mm, mm. Might be Team Nile every week.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: All right, here we go. Did you know that, Jeff? No?
5: I, I did. I just couldn't get it in the time. Okay.
3: This is a rock formation in Greece and the sophomore album of rock band Lincoln Park.
4: Oh. fave. Yes. Um, is it? Team it Nile. doesn't really matter?
0: I I feel like that's probably not the name of a rock formation in Greece.
4: Oh. Did you get a picture of that? Well, what's Lincoln Park? Um
3: well, five, four, three. A pyramid? Two, one. All right. No, No go. Jeopardy Jeff, got an answer?
5: Is it Meteora?
3: That is correct. Meteora.
4: Oh man.
3: Scratches my soul. You didn't know that. Who didn't know it? Me? Uh just yeah, anybody <laughs> but Jeopardy Jeff. All right. The next category for you don't know Jeff is stamps. What is, what is with these categories? Uh well, this is what I was given. So Goodness this is what you're gracious. getting. You might find the striped hat of a famous American uncle on one.
4: Faith. Faith.
3: Yes, Team Nile.
4: Is that Abraham Lincoln? Um,
0: I, I don't think mm, I feel like it's probably not. Well, what's Five, what's
3: the striped hat? For I, I don't know. A Three, Yankee Doodle two, Dandy. What? We're gonna
4: say Abraham Lincoln.
3: That is wrong. Jeopardy, Jeff.
5: Could you repeat the question in full?
3: You might find the striped hat of a famous American uncle on one.
5: Striped hat of a famous American uncle on one?
3: Yeah. Uh, a, a, a postage stamp. Yeah. Well, these are stamps. What type I of know, stamp? But, uh, Five. <laughs> For first class Sam. Oh, no, is that is awful. incorrect. Uncle Sam is what we're looking for. Uh, uncle Sam. Uh, yeah, put it right my head. Uncle on oh, White Hat. Uncle Sam, man. the famous American uncle. I don't know. Many famous you American
5: Wait, That was half the answer. right that's why I didn't say Uncle Sam.
3: Well yeah. I, I I can't help what you do, sir. All I can do is tell you you're <laughs> right or wrong. <laughs> in eighteen sixty-six, statute prohibits placing the portrait of this type of person. On U.S. currency, but- yes, Jeopardy Jeff.
5: A living person.
3: That is correct.
4: Oh. And stamps.
3: Very good.
4: So I have to be dead to be on a stamp.
3: Uh, That is correct, okay. yes. Yeah. More or you on, know.
5: Or on currency.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Or mm-hmm. on currency. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> glad you came today,
0: That's right? That's neat. You not know, I didn't I didn't know. That. You know. <laughs> Can't wait to drop that nugget at a party.
5: Okay.
0: <laughs> hey, ladies. Did you know? I have a new thing that I want to happen to me after I die.
3: I want to go on a stamp. Yeah, there you go. Then now you can go to stamp. What is the score, please, Nikki? D. Uh,
4: Team Nile has two. Jeopardy Jeff has three. We okay. are not far behind. All
3: right, the next category for you don't know Jeff is acting musicians. Acting musicians.
4: Does that mean they're movies and stuff?
3: This rocker played Cinna, the stylist for
4: Katniss. Faith.
3: Yes, Team Nile.
4: That is Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, I agree.
3: Lenny Kravitz is correct.
4: Woo, let's go.
3: Please don't give yourself a bell until I tell you if it's correct. It's Hunger Games, come on. <laughs> Just because you got control of the buttons. All right, next question. This, here you go. <laughs> Probably got a little Nelson skin on you. Yeah. Oh, no. This, this diva slayed as the countess on American. Black. Yes. That was
0: out. Lady Gaga in okay. American Horror Story. American Hotel. Horror Story, yes.
3: Yeah. That is correct.
0: Oh, let's go. Again. All right.
3: The next category, literature. Oh, Oh boy. Look at it this way. Don't look at his literature. Look at his getting lit. (laughs)
4: Please.
3: (laughs) Thank you. What is the name of the creature in Mary Shelley's 18th? Yes. Jeopardy Jeff. Frankenstein's monster. No, that is incorrect. I'll finish the question for Team Nile. Not like that's I need to. What is the name of the creature in Mary Shelley's 1818 novel?
4: Oh, that's it.
3: Mm-hmm. It's literature. That's the category. So Mary Shelley wasn't read Dracula. something sometime. The
4: 1818 novel. What, what's the creature name? Harry.
3: Just please just say you don't know.
4: Harry. We want to say just, Harry. I'm gonna go on. with Beowulf. Okay. Oh, Beowulf. That's good. Beowulf. That's not,
3: that's not good.
4: <laughs> that's. <laughs> that was a good guess. <laughs> Beowulf?
3: Do you know, Homer in the no, never mind.
4: Okay. Uh he has no
3: name, or he tells Victor that he should be Thy Adam.
4: It's
5: Frank the, the novel is Frankenstein.
3: Okay, but that's the uh, answer what I'm being. No, I know. Yeah, I'm okay.
5: just I'm just
4: clarifying. Yeah,
3: of course it's Frankenstein. I didn't Franken- I mean, give I read, you a point, Jeff. Read it the other night. Sure <laughs> you did. All right, next question. That was a dumb one, by the way. Bad question. Hunter S. Thompson wrote a nonfiction work about this motorcycle gang. Yes, Team Nile. Hell's Angels?
0: Why not? That's what I'm going with. Hell's Angels. Me too. That is correct.
3: Jeopardy Jeff, (laughs) your mouth was trying to open. I know. I was just, I was I was watching your mouth. (gasps) And I like
4: it. Thank
3: you. Next category.
4: <laughs> okay, come on, give us a good category. Gosh, you know how they say it to be over here and need good categories.
3: Books next to those in literature. <laughs> no, <I'm
4: just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, right, animals. An- okay, this right. I can do. Animals. Okay, Let's this go. Mm.
3: bale wolves.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> this mammal is known. To have the most powerful
4: bite in the world. Faith.
3: Team Nile.
4: Um a killer whale. Mm, uh okay,
0: I was I was going to go with hippopotamus.
4: Oh, it could be that too. Need an answer. Is hippopotamus a mammal? 5. I think so.
3: 4, it's a marsupial. Right,
4: we'll try four, hippopotamus. 3.
3: Okay. You want to go with hippopotamus? Yeah, that's where we're going. You sure?
4: I kind of want to do killer whale, but we need an hippopotamus. answer. Hippopotamus.
3: Hippos are correct. Oh!
4: Nice. Mm, 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 Can you spell it? B- Hippopotamus? Hippopotamus? Hip, 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 mm. You gave him one. the easy one. <laughs>
3: All right, next question. What's the score? You guys
4: are crushing huh? We have six. Jeopardy Jeff, Jeff has three. Wow, Jeff. Team now is in this thing to win it. Got about two minutes left. Oh, okay. All right, a lot of time. Kyle's making you look bad, and he's making me look bad, and I
3: got to be with him every day. I'm
5: distracted because you keep
3: looking at my mouth. Sorry, is it weird? Is it weird that my fingers rub the camera? Yes, yes,
5: that is
3: weird. Are your fingers wet. What? Uh, yes, they are. What common farm animal does not have teeth on their? Yes, Jeopardy, Jeff. Chicken. That is incorrect. Oh, let's hear the whole question. What common farm animal does not have teeth on their upper jaw? Um,
4: is it a goat? treat oh, grass kinda, though
0: I feel like I feel like goats have a lot
3: of teeth
4: I feel like they do too a farm at cow
3: 5 want to go cow
4: yeah four, let's go with cow okay three, i feel good about that cow
3: Two. cow that is incorrect <gasps> the answer goats
0: oh, oh. that's oh man
3: here we go that's my Moving bad up.
0: that's my <clears throat> fault i messed up
3: next category <sighs> movie buddies movie buddies it was this dynamite sidekick for a president in 2004's comedy about high school outcasts.
4: Running for president. Uh,
0: oh, back. faith! Yes, Team Nile. Napoleon
3: Dynamite. Oh. Pedro from I Napoleon think that's Dynamite. That's what is your answer?
4: Napoleon Dynamite. Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite.
3: I, I, I need one or the other.
4: We just got to say Napoleon Dynamite. He just asked the movie.
3: Oh,
0: did he? Yeah. Okay, I thought he said the character. Okay, move.
4: Napoleon Dynamite.
3: Napoleon Dynamite is your answer? Yes. That is incorrect. <gasps> Jeopardy, Jeff, for the steal.
1: I think you were
5: asking for the sidekick, which is Pedro.
3: Is that your answer? Yes. Kyle says you're right. That is correct.
4: Oh, we got duped.
3: I got got. You got got.
4: Now it's
0: a well. That's a well formed question. Uh,
3: thank you, no. I, I, I Nelson. Uh, all right, sixty seconds. Here we go. Jay and uh, Movie Buddies. Jay made his first appearance. With this heavy set mute ah, be- oh, Team mm. Jeopardy Jeff.
4: Silent Bob.
3: That is incorrect. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Let's hear the
4: whole question, because this these are tricky. Jay made
3: his first appearance with this heavy set mute best friend in this nineteen ninety four black and white movie set of a convenience store.
0: Oh, it's clerks. Oh, yeah.
4: clerks. Is that your answer? Yep.
3: That is correct. Woohoo! What's the score?
4: We have seven. Jeopardy Jeff has four.
3: Jeopardy Jeff. You're not coming back, buddy. Uh, No,
4: I don't think so. It was an off day for you. It
3: was an off day. It was weird. It was weird. It was what? Weird? Oh, because I... Well, I because was imp- he was
4: hosting it. Your cadence all, wasn't right. Yeah, it, yeah I, the rhythm was off. You yeah. were looking at my mouth. It
3: was just weird. Yeah, <laughs> <It's your fault. laughs> I tell you what, Jeff, if you make it to Sacramento, there's a line of people that want to say it's my fault. So you'd be about 40 <laughs> deep. <laughs> Feel free to I'll join the line and I'll get <laughs> to you when I can. All I will right? take
5: a number. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, buddy. You have a good week. Uh, we appreciate you as always. Take care of that mouth. I'll check it out next Wednesday, okay?
0: <laughs> I'll look forward to that. Get well, Nelson. All right. See That's you later, so.
3: buddy. Take Thanks care. Y'all. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. Congratulations, Team Nile. Uh, okay, so Trenton was supposed to take you guys, um, but he didn't. Yeah, Brad. Brad. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Brad. All right. All right. Party on, Brad. And
4: he- I feel good about that because I was pretty upset that Trent jumped ship after he bonded with me on the phone, but yeah, it's he didn't, fine.
3: He just hung up. He didn't even want to talk to us. Yeah, it
4: was fine.
3: Skid Row and Buck Cherry, Hard Rock Live, December 16th. You're going, okay? Excellent. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Take it. Hold on. Uh, this Sunday, we're trying to gather a good group of people without any friends to join a group of people without any friends uh, for some amazing food at Bennett's Restaurant in Rockland. If you are interested in a free meal and you are an adult and you have no friends, <laughs> like the people that – this dinner is going to be amazing. So far, the guest list – I mean, we're going to run it down here in a second, but Mm -hmm. the characters on this guest list are awesome. But we want you to join. So if you do not have friends, you're an adult, and you'd like to join us this Sunday at 4.30, uh, now would be the time to reach out so we can put you on the list. We have only so many spots to fill, and we have to, A, fill them by Friday, and, B, do it now, all right, Uh, as soon as possible. It's the only way you can can get in. So if you want in, 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985 916-909-0985 and we'll give you all of the details and for anybody that wants to join we'll do all that here next hey all right welcome back uh appreciate you listening this sunday we are going to do uh, our no friends giving at uh, bennett's restaurant in rockland they've and they got three spots you know the sacramento one they got the roseville one that everybody here in this building lives at for the most part uh but uh, the newest one in rockland is the one where we're going to they're giving us a room uh, Brian and his crew there are just fantastic people, absolutely fantastic people. When I pitched this idea to him, he loved it. And I said, you know, we've got a, We got a problem here, and you're such a big deal in this community. I feel like y- you got to per- you got to help us here. And he's like, well, Bailey, explain to me what's the problem in Sacramento right now.
7: And I said,
3: I said we have an epidemic. Uh, we found this out on our radio program. We have an epidemic of adults that ha- that don't have friends, right? And they 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 have nowhere to go to eat turkey. And he says, God forbid we can't do that. We provide the best food in and around Sacramento. We cannot let that happen to the two peers that listen to the Bailey Show. Not at all. And I said, I mean, I'm paraphrasing on how the conversation went, of but course. that's pretty much how it went. You know, makes yeah. Make sense? about verbatim. Yeah. That, yeah. Kyle was, was listening to. Kyle was listening to. So uh so with that being said, what we're doing is uh is is we're we're taking, we've got up to about twenty spots to fill. And, I mean, like, right now, Bennett's, just by itself, outside of what we're doing with them, they offer uh, a Thanksgiving Day meal to go. So, if you don't want to cook or you can't cook for whatever reason, they can feed up to 10 to 12 people. And and what they're giving, you know, what you can purchase from them is what they're giving us on Sunday.
4: Which is a good spread. This
3: amazing, like, you just go to um, their website, BennettRestaurants.com, and you see the picture of the entire spread. And just this beautiful pre-roasted turkey. Uh, you got the turkey and sausage gravy, the sage dressing, the scalloped potatoes, the dinner rolls, the candied sweet potatoes, the cranberry sauce, the pumpkin pie, with the fresh whipped cream on top. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, so you, you, you partner that up with us and then you throw in a bunch of adults that don't have any friends. And so far on this guest list, we've got a woman that is literally banned in Wheatland. Like she can't go anywhere.
4: And even before we get to her being banned, the first person we have who called in was Don. And the first thing he said, well, he's a jerk. So Don's a jerk. Amy calls in right after and says, I'm banned everywhere. Everybody hates me.
3: Mm. Then we got our transplants from uh, yes. Atlanta. Our they neck of the and woods. her
4: husband. They're coming.
3: Yeah, they just got here. So they, they don't know anybody. Uh, and then who was... and we
4: have Sad
0: Debbie.
3: Oh, and then Divorced Debbie.
0: Yeah. These poor people from Atlanta are gonna pull up looking for some friends, and they got somebody who can't go to Wheatland. You got another guy who has no friends because he sucks, and then this other lady who's sad and divorced. Mm-hmm. The, you so, know, and the fu- the funny it's thing be a is, great time. The funny Tough th- impression.
3: Th- the funny thing is, is and she said this when she was on. She listened to me in Atlanta, so she. This is not anything new. Was something that that we would do. Yeah. No. Not so, at all. <laughs> she's like she's like I'm gonna be right at home. Yeah. You know. So, uh, with that being said, if you want in, we like I said, we only have so many spots to fill. Uh, you can call us uh, anytime, you know, up until Friday, you know, throughout the show. I'll take your call at any time, 916 909 0985. But, like I said earlier, you know, we've had people reach out to us on the text machine, mm-hmm. and that's great, and we appreciate it, but we don't have your information. So, you know, if you want to text, uh, then you have to leave a number for your
4: name and your number, at least.
3: And that goes the same with the social media. Listen to the BS but a few people reach out there and like I want to go I'm like great we can't hunt you down you got no. you got to dm us or something like that kelly in sacramento how are you oh
6: i'm good how are you
3: good so again by the voice yeah. you check off as an adult you sound like an adult. i'm
6: an adult yeah okay
3: you're like a real adult you do adult things
6: i drink wine
3: you're an adult okay. oh big time adult. i'm an adult yeah okay yeah. yeah and you have no friends
6: i have no friends
3: how is that possible? You sound so sweet.
6: Well, let me tell you, I have five kids, um, ranging in ages fourteen to twenty six. Mm-hmm. So I've been mothering kids for over twenty six years, and it's so busy.
3: Yeah, well, I get it. Yeah, you know, my wife—I've been doing the same. More well, my wife, more than me. But yeah, so where's—can uh, you mind if I ask? Where, where's the—where's the baby daddy at? Where's he at?
6: Uh, he lives in Eureka. He's a professor at the Cal Poly University. Obviously, um, so obviously, I do get a lot of child support for the the two that I'm still raising. But mm-hmm. you know, both of them play football. They're both in ninth grade. It's it's busy.
3: Okay, obviously divorced. So uh, did yes. did he get the friends in the divorce?
6: Um, he came with no friends, and I had some friends that left because of him.
3: Oh, they didn't oh, like man. It. Oh, so you just really got screwed, either, like a bunch. Maybe her yeah. and Debbie can bond. Yeah, you and Debbie probably get along really well. We got another divorcee that's going to be a 10. I can't
6: wait to meet Debbie.
3: Yeah, so you, did you hear Debbie <laughs> at the end of the show yesterday? <laughs> she had poor woman's a mess. Okay, well, look, uh, we'd love to have you. It's this Sunday at four thirty. I'm assuming you can make it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. There will be wine. There will be. It, well, so this includes everything but alcohol. But I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Kelly, I will. I'll, I'll buy you a, a, a bottle of wine. A, oh my! How about that? Oh
6: my gosh! Well, thank you. Okay, oh I'll, I'll, God, t- so I'll, I'll
3: I'll pick up your wine tab. How about that? <laughs>
6: ah, thank you. And I just want to say I'm really looking forward to meeting um, all of you guys. You guys are amazing, and I love listening to Jeopardy, Jeff every morning. Oh, that's or sweet. The morning, yeah. Thank
3: you. Yeah. We, we need all you know new show. We need all the support we can get. Yeah. So. Uh, we appreciate that. That's very, very nice. I'm going to put you on hold so we can get your information. All right, Kelly.
6: All right, thank you. All
3: right, thank you. You know, it's so weird, Kyle. Like you hear these people without friends, but you go, like, they sound like they're so nice and they're so friendly. Well, her, she
0: she doesn't she doesn't have friends because she's mean. She had a relationship that destroyed some friendships. Been there, who among us, right? And then she's raising uh, kids for the last 26 years. But you would think that's that to carve out time for the homies.
3: Somebody that sweet sounding, people would flock to be their friend. That's what I'm saying.
6: Mm.
3: Uh, Michelle in Applegate, how are you?
6: Aloha, hi.
3: And aloha, aloha. Uh, you you live here in town? Yes.
5: Um, I just moved back to Applegate
3: from Hawaii. Maui. No. I
5: uh, oh. Oh, lost no. everything in the wildfire.
3: Oh. oh no, I'm so sorry to hear that. Did i you lost just material things, but no life, right?
5: Uh no life. I got my little dog out.
3: Okay, good, good, good. Thank God. So you're here with nothing? Are you getting support? Are you getting help? Do you need help?
5: Um probably everything, but I'm good.
3: (laughs) Okay. Well, so but your your friends are back in Hawaii, you have no friends here. Right. That's the point. Okay. All right. Well, look, I tell you what we'll do is this Sunday, because you're in too, right? We'd love to have you. Uh, let's, let's you and I have a a sidebar and have a conversation on what I could possibly do on my side of things to get you back on your feet. All right. Mm,
5: Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. That would be nice, but I I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm keeping my head up. You have kids? (laughs) Uh, yes, I have one daughter. How old? She doesn't. I think she's 35.
3: (laughs) I'm guessing we don't talk to our 35-year-old daughter?
5: (laughs) No. She won't talk to me. I don't know what the problem is. (laughs) Does
3: she live here in town or is she in Hawaii?
5: No, she's here in Auburn.
3: Okay. We don't know why you guys... How long have you guys not talked? Uh,
5: About three years.
3: And you don't know why?
5: I have no idea why.
3: You got to have some kind of guess.
5: Um... She's stubborn, probably just like
3: me. I was going to say, yeah, it goes both <laughs> this,
0: ways. This yeah. is no communication. This isn't like we don't hang out. This is zero communication.
3: Zero. Oh. You know, what's funny, like when we're taking people. <laughs> so hold on, Michelle. When we're taking people to sign them up for Sunday <laughs> and, and not saying that your story's like really depressing or horrible, but you'll see yeah. somebody that's coming on after Michelle and they're like, no, I can't go to that. <laughs> 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 and they're like, oh. <laughs> this is going to be a great dinner with a lot of people. All right. So we'll talk yeah. about your daughter. We'll talk about, you know, what you might need, you know, to get back on your feet. Do you have a job
5: here in town? No, no job yet. I'm trying to work with FEMA and Red Cross and uh, just trying to find a, a house that's reasonably priced but there's so many people out there looking for a home too so it's kind of hard
3: where are you staying right now
5: i am living with my parents
3: oh okay well i mean that's not the end of the world i that's mean so drastic times drastic measures all that good stuff okay michelle i'm gonna put you on hold we're gonna get your information sunday 4:30, bennett's restaurant rocklin you gotta be there and we'll have an amazing meal and we'll work it all out then okay Okay, malaho, malaho, ma- ma- ma-
0: mahalo, Malaha. mahalo,
4: mahalo, mahalo. Yeah,
3: how's it go? Mahalo, malaho. Why can't I say it? I guess I'm not. I'm not too far in here yet. Just, yeah, no I gotta. Problem. I gotta stay a little while.
4: That's a marsupial. Yeah, yeah.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh Carrie in Sacramento. Quickly, Uh you want to join us on Sunday? Yes. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you not have any friends? No, I have no friends. How is that possible? Everybody. all you, all these people that are calling sound so sweet, I'm just blown away that you don't have any friends.
8: I got sober and then I became not fun anymore, I guess, and, and that's what happened.
3: <laughs> that's interesting. Okay. So how long were you drinking? Like your entire life?
8: Oh uh, good portion.
3: Yeah, how old are you? Yeah. How old are you?
8: I, I am forty seven.
3: Forty seven. So you had rager friends that would that enabled you?
8: absolutely okay. yeah
3: and then part of your your rehab and good for you is you had to you had to say hey look you could still be my friend but you you just can't we can't do the same stuff
8: right and right they, and, right
3: and they said you know gfy get out of here
8: yeah they said you suck you're yeah. not fun no more make
0: sure she doesn't sit next to the wine lady
3: yeah right. we're gonna we're gonna put you at the other side of the table carrie <laughs> <laughs> how, how long have you been sober
8: um i i've been sober 10 years so i'm i'm good with my wow. my sobriety so for
3: ten yeah. ten years you ten years you you can't find sober friends really.
8: Well i i have a hard time i have a hard time getting along with sober friends i i guess you'd say they're either um either the butthole reformed you know mm-hmm. addict or right. or they
4: just don't get it. Yeah, they don't. They, you know, yeah. we'll have somebody there that you can definitely relate to um and talk to and probably bond with. His name's Nelson. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm not gonna name names.
3: It's yeah. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> because Nelson's reformed. Is that? Oh, no,
4: Nelson's sober now. He doesn't do the drinking anymore. Smoking. He doesn't do anything. He's living a sober life.
3: Okay. So are we making the? Uh the like you know the wedding where you put people next to each other.
4: Yeah, she has it next I to the seating put, chart. Put, uh-huh. a seating chart. Thank you for the big words. Yeah. No, put, I
8: have a significant other. I do. I do. He's we're not, not to hook He doesn't need up. to be. He doesn't have a problem.
3: No, no, no we're not trying, <laughs> we're trying to hook you out up. up. <laughs> we're just trying to oh, good, good conversation. conversation. We're trying to pair you up with somebody that you guys you have can, something in common. Have like dinner,
0: in. dinner pairing. Not a not a like long term. Yeah, pairing. This is this is a
3: dinner. This isn't a swingers. You know, i'm trying to keep plants alive you know
8: know,
3: after dinner we just don't go to the nearest hotel at all no 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 no, (laughs) none of that swap juices that's not the plan no friends orgy (laughs) Uh, (laughs) welcome to first annual bs actually i hear there's a lot of swinger action around this town so i don't know people probably thinking all right look carrie we're gonna put you on the list you can make it this sunday yes yes okay excellent we look forward to meeting you thank you for listening i'm gonna put you on hold okay Okay. All right. Excellent. Look at that. We got. Now we're really filling this list.
4: We do. We are. <laughs> yeah. Tune I was v- over there like. Teen, dee,
3: dee, dee. I know, and I appreciate that. We got a, a very interesting guest list so far. We do. And we got two more days. We got the end of. The, we got still got another hour and a half to the show. We
4: have a vibrant guest list.
3: This is going to be vibrant. Lyrics. Is a great word. Yes. Vivacious.
4: Kyle, you no, vivacious sh- is my word. I know oh, you okay, got sorry. a lot
3: of sportsy stuff to do on Sunday because of football and whatnot. But are you sure you want to? Miss I,
4: this? <laughs> I might pull
0: up. I might quit my other job to pull up.
3: <laughs> if you can make your way through the uh, the the yellow police tape and the ambulances, <laughs> then you should come in and check it out. All right. So there we go. That's good. Very happy so far.
4: Me too. I'm excited. I'm ready to meet everybody. Yeah. You know the 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 wave of people today were really excited, so this is great.
3: Anybody want to take the over and under if somebody cries at the table?
4: Um, I think multiple people are are going to cry. Yes,
0: yes, going off at minus ten thousand. So what's the over (laughs) under number?
4: So uh, on Friday,
3: uh, when we get just about everybody, Mm -hmm. then we have to pick who's going to do the prayer. Okay. Yeah. So that that's that's going to be like the the big prize. Like so, right now, right
4: now I'm I'm voting for Amy.
3: Which one is she? I'm going. Uh, everybody
4: Don- hates her, and she's banned everywhere. I'm okay. going Don.
3: See, I, I was going. I was going divorce Debbie. Oh. Mm. I want like the saddest prayer ever, <laughs> where she would like <laughs> throw in like digs at her ex husband like, and stuff. Like, dear God, if you're even there, <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you know if you know Bill, you know, if he gets in a car crash today, I'm okay with it. But I want to bless this man. <meal. laughs> <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. What do you got?
4: I'm going to tell you who's dying younger and why broadcasters were robbed while working. All right, two big stories from today. Get you out here in a minute. Stand by for
1: news. <laughs> it's time for today's top
3: And a big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Nikki D., just do one story that ran a little late, and then we have the Sacramento County Sheriff Jim Cooper joining the program here at the top of the hour. Go ahead, please.
4: Imagine being robbed while rolling tape,
0: H6. The camera, I want the camera. Um, I just walked away and said, take it, it's yours. So uh,
4: the next thing you know, I hear gunshots. Mm -hmm a Czech TV journalist and his crew were in San Francisco filming a historic bookstore that was there and they were trying to get just a, a footage of the bookstore and the lights dimming and all the things and three armed men came up and robbed them. They took the cameras, they took valuable footage that they're saying is worth over $18,000 and they assaulted them, assaulted them as well but they weren't hurt like they didn't have to go to hospital or anything like that but the um it's like
3: in broad daylight in broad
4: daylight right um Vostel is the name of the journalist he said he was pretty disappointed because he was looking forward to coming to the city of san francisco he's always read about it in books and to have this happen he was just pretty bummed
3: you know and it's weird too so with being you know new to town both myself and Nikki d and just like anybody else you read stories of any other city Mm -hmm. and it just sounds like a war zone i mean you know uh, coming from Atlanta, right? You'd see stories. I mean, downtown Atlanta is. I mean, it's 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 pretty bad, right? But those stories get out, and and you see it, and you see the stuff that happens, and you're like, I'd never go there. Mm-hmm. But when I talk to, I've got friends that live in in the Bay Area, and and they they're like, you know, it's 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 here and there. It's not it's not everywhere. It's that's that, it. it. What is that right, Kyle?
0: Yeah, that's a hundred percent correct.
4: But you just see it highlighted so much that you feel like, gosh, I don't want to go there at all. Right. Yeah. You only hear the
0: sensationalized stuff that goes on the news. It's going to draw eyeballs and clicks and readers or or whatever it is. And I go to San Francisco all the time. I go to shows at night in San Francisco all the time. And I walk out. I'm fine. I feel fine. you're, You're not unsafe. There are parts of the city I would not like to go to. But that's the case for San Francisco or Atlanta or City. But do you Pica have to City. be
4: from there to know those parts? Like, these guys are just out trying to film a bookstore. Like, would they know that they're not in a safe part of San Francisco? Uh, I, No, I, I don't know. That's,
3: that's why I've always thought that Google Maps or any map, any GPS service, they should put on there. Don't drive that way.
2: Like Yes. You, <laughs> like,
3: like there should be a sk- bad
4: part of town. Yeah,
3: bad part of town. There should be a skull and crossbones on your GPS.
4: <laughs> Beware.
3: That doesn't like because I've I've done that. You know, like when I first moved to Atlanta. You know, this is uh, you know ten plus years ago. Whatever. You know, I'm sitting there driving around. I'm like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wish my GPS would have told me not to be here. But you know, even some of the worst parts of town. My wife, as a realtor, you know, she led this uh, this program from law enforcement there. That got cops in bad parts of town because downtown Atlanta is uh, is very historic and, and obviously a very high African-American population. And it broke my heart to see this historic part of town, part of the city in this country that these elderly African-American couples lived their entire lives. And it was fine when they moved there. But as the world evolved, the bad element moved in. Mm-hmm. They can't go anywhere. Yeah. Right. So now they're they like go
4: hostages in their home. They
3: go back and they're fixing it. So my wife would have to go down to this part of town all the time, sometimes by herself. Yeah, that's great. She's she's carrying a firearm whatever. It doesn't matter. And I would go with her sometimes just worried. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where I was like, nothing's going to happen. Like, like I, I was I, I parked in front of this one house that was a drug house and a, and a, and a whorehouse. I mean, that's what it was, and they were, they were, bu- they were, they were building the houses around them mm-hmm. to kind of push them out. Right. And these guys were out on the front porch, like boys in the hood, you know, style, where, you know, it was like if you saw it in a movie, you would stereotype it. They were the nicest guys. In the- I mean, I'm sure they're not the nicest guys in their element. They were the nicest people in the world talking. Hey, man, how are you doing today? Very well spoken. Great. Fine. Thank you. That's a nice truck. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. What are you up to today? Uh, eh, we're just chilling out on the porch. Cool, man. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just here with my wife at the
4: house. It's all oh, beautiful houses. All right, have a Did good day. you guys di- go hang out and have dinner? Sounds what? like a very pleasant conversation. Invite <laughs> to Thanksgiving. Right, a very long conversation. <laughs> I was there for like
3: five or <laughs> ten minutes. My, I remember my wife was up the street at the house, and she looks like she goes, Uh, Bay, are you coming?
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> you still talking?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there is uh, there is the sensationalizing of certain things. There's no doubt about it.
4: Yeah, but it still makes the city look bad when somebody's visiting, especially from out of the country, and they get robbed.
3: Because I still haven't gone over there. I haven't gone over the Golden Gate Bridge. I I've haven't only gone been to, once. You know, I have done any of that stuff. So. Sacramento County Sheriff Jim Cooper, we were talking about him the other day. Uh, he's making the news, uh, and, and and this is great. You know, very much pro getting the bad element out of stores, stealing stuff that doesn't belong to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're sitting here going, you know, where are the cops? Uh, who Who's the problem here? Well, he Why comes, aren't
4: the laws being changed?
3: Yeah, and he comes out and he says, look, it ain't us. There's some stores out there that don't want us in there.
4: Mm-hmm. For, and they want to tell us how to do our job.
3: For different reasons. So kudos to uh, Sheriff Cooper here. I was like, you need to come on the show. We need to talk more about this. So he's going to join us here in just a minute. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's The BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Uh, there's Nikki D. Uh, Kyle filling in for Nelson as he is on the mend. Is that the right term? You hope on the moon,
0: like fingers crossed. I can't, dude. I can't imagine dealing with an eye thing, an eye where thing. they don't, where you don't know what it is exactly. No. His
3: uh, his itis, whatever it is. He was in the ER yesterday. If you missed earlier in the show, uh, he was in the the ER. Nikki D was there, holding his hand throughout the whole process. Did all kinds of tests. They say it's not pink eye. It's some type of itis, and so he's got an appointment today to go to an eye doctor, so hopefully he'll find out more, but uh, you can see some of the pictures of what it looked like on our social media at Listen to the BS. So as we wait for um, Sacramento County Sheriff uh, Jim Cooper to uh, buzz in here, want to remind you that as we get into the final hour of the program, that we have yet to do the Big Fat Bribe song of the day, which is Santana featuring Rob Thomas and Smooth. So when you hear that, you're going to be caller 18 so we can give you $500, the first Of uh, numerous opportunities today. Uh, 916 909 0985.
0: Do you want me to play it again? Sure. All right. Any excuse to play this back?
3: You must really like this song. I
0: love this song.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So, Sacramento County Sheriff Jim Cooper uh, had asked Nikki D to reach out, and we're waiting for him to buzz in here because I I I love stuff like this. I like when cages are rattled. And, you know, look, yes, I'm new to town, but I'm not stupid. And I'm sure many of you, I hope all of you, are sick and tired of reading the news or turning on the news and seeing uh, another situation where there's these jackasses that go in and take stuff that's not theirs. You know, sooner or later, it's going to escalate. And I said this before, like, I have a huge problem with people taking things that aren't theirs. Like, get a job. There's plenty of them out there. You know, find something to do, make it, but don't steal something that's not yours. And they're turning into these flash mobs where they're like just barging into these different stores uh, and 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 taking what they want. So what's going to eventually happen is people are going to fight back, you know, and it's been a thing for years. You know, it's like the stores tell their employees, you know, don't stop them, just let them go. And these bad guys know that stuff. So they just haul ass with the stuff and nobody does anything about it. So what are they going to do? They're going to do it again. They're going to do it again and they're going to do it again because the laws say, you know, look, you can steal up to what, $999 and it's a misdemeanor slap on the wrist and it's no big deal.
0: Is it that much? $999?
3: I believe that's what it is. And that's what, you know, people are upset about. But, you know, Sheriff Cooper goes out and he says, look, it's not us. It's these organizations that don't want us there. Right. And I, 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 I commend the sheriff for saying that publicly, because sometimes you got to rattle some cages to get people's attention. And I'm assuming, sir, and welcome to the show. It's nice to meet you. I'm assuming that's what that's what your goal was, right, is to, to clear your people and to say, look, it's not us. It's you. We want to help.
7: Am I right, sir? Exactly, Jason. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it.
3: Oh, brother, you can come on the show anytime you want. I love, <laughs> we have not met, but let me tell you, you know, I, I'm a big backer of law enforcement. I've worked with law enforcement in every city that I've worked in. And I absolutely commend somebody in your situation uh, that, that has the voice that you have to say, hey, look, this is a problem and it's not our fault. It's your fault, and I like that, calling people up, making people accountable for their actions. So um, I don't know if you heard my old, you know, diatribe leading up to this, but so <laughs> what, 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 in your professional opinion, sir, what is, like, the ultimate problem? Like, let's find the catalyst, let's find the problem, and then how do we find the solution, you know?
7: Okay, so in 2014, the voters were duped into voting for Prop 47. It was called the Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act. And it changed seven crimes from felonies to misdemeanors and a theft crime. And the way they wrote it on the theft piece, is, as long as you steal less than $950, um, it's, a, it's an infraction, a ticket. And that's all that happens. And if you can't aggregate, you can't compound it together. So you can do that 20 times in a day and not go to jail, only get a ticket.
3: Jesus, that's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. Yeah. I think that there should be people outside these stores, and when they try to leave, they get kneecapped, to be quite honest with you. I mean, that's just my opinion. I know it's probably not yours, but that's my opinion.
7: <laughs> well, and something should happen. You're right about that. And the reason is these people have been emboldened because, hey, there's no accountability. I can go and steal as much as I want, and nothing's going to happen. And what's frustrating for you and me and the consumer is you go in a store, everything is locked up behind plexiglass. Oh, my goodness. you push a button. <laughs> And have someone come and, and open up and give you deodorant, toothpaste, soap, whatever you want mm-hmm. is locked up. And that is that is the new normal. And that's not okay.
4: Yeah, it's not okay at all. And it's so frustrating. And it makes me then be the bad guy because I'm upset.
7: Yeah.
3: And, and, and let's, not, let's not forget when the more products that are stolen, it does eventually affect the cost. Yes. You it's going to go up. So, the, you know, not just the whatever inflation, but the, the cost of the product, the more it's stolen. stolen. So uh, you came out just recently this week in the news uh, and we're talking with Sacramento County Sheriff Jim Cooper and said, hey, look, these organizations, and you said Safeway wants us there, but there's s- numerous organizations, the, the Walgreens, the Targets, they don't want us there because they're afraid that somebody's going to take their cell phone out and they're going to they're video you arresting a bad guy, and they don't want that kind of publicity. Is that That's real, right?
7: Yeah, it's all about image. They don't want any negative images, and that's the issue we're dealing with. You mentioned earlier about cost those costs are passed on to us. We're paying more for our product, substantially more. We've all gone to these stores and seen someone just walk out not paying for it. And what, what's ironic is the employees at the local level want help, but it's the corporate folks, the corporate boardrooms, because the bottom line, it's all about those stock prices and how much they're making. So the decisions are made at the corporate level, not the local level, and that's very sad. It's unfortunate for you, me, the employees, and the consumer.
3: Is there something to be said about there's a payoff for these companies on the insurance route that's actually beneficial to them?
7: I, I would say so. I mean, otherwise, you talk they're closing stores, Target is talking about how bad it is and the shrink, the theft, the stores, well, do something about it. Yeah. You know, now they've done nothing. What do
3: you suggest? The, I mean, what big, do they
7: do? Well, the, the big issue, because the voters passed this, the legislator can't fix this law. It has to go back to the voters to change the law. And these folks have the money to do it, but they choose not to. They could, they could put a measure right now on it. I've seen it. It polls in the 80 percentile, very high. So if they put a measure on to deal with retail crime on the ballot next November, the people would vote for it overwhelmingly. Do they have the spine to fund it? And they're worried about the image. They don't want to be seen by activists or anybody else that's anti-something. So... You deal with that also.
3: Is this a right-left thing?
7: Um, there's some politi- politics in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the politicians are the ones at the doors telling us we can't come in or we can't help them. It's corporate. Bo- the corporate board. Yeah.
3: So getting getting it on on the docket is is the first step, which would mean you'd need you know a state rep to write it up. So who's in your corner? Who's in law enforcement's corner that will push this come November?
7: I think law enforcement is supportive of it. We, we don't really have a dog in the fight. We know there's a problem with it. I know the District Attorney's Association is, is supportive of it, and and really business. And who it hurts? I mean, the big corporate retail big box, you know, Target, Best Buy, Lowe's, Home Depot—they can afford it. The small business person, the mom and pop shops, the small grocery stores—they can't afford to absorb those losses. A lot of them have gone out of business,
3: yeah. and that's
7: the big issue. I
3: I can't believe that. And just think about this. Yeah.
7: People are people. Are, people are shopping more and more on Amazon. It's yep. closing stores
3: because yep. people, people don't feel safe. Yeah. I shop. On, I go to Amazon while I'm in the store.
4: I went on Amazon <laughs> and ordered lip balm the other day just because I did not want to go to Walmart and have to deal with the locked up cages.
3: So, so sheriff, my question though is: in order to get it for the voters to rethink what is going on, because I'm hoping. That those that actually voted for this is are scratch. It's okay to be wrong, right? Scratch your head and say, you know, this isn't right. what I thought it was going to be. You know, no harm, no foul. Let's redo this, and that's that's the process. But you need a state rep, you need a senator, you need somebody to lead the charge. Is there somebody in this state that's going to do that uh, so that the voters can rethink this?
7: I did that in 2020. I was a civilian back then. I ran a I ran a ballot initiative. I raised two million. Gathered signatures and raised about six million more. Um, it got beat, but Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook put in four million. The owner of Netflix, his wife, put in four million. So a lot of money came in to oppose it. Um, it's a very different landscape today. So if that measures on the ballot, it would pass overwhelmingly.
3: Yeah, that's
7: crazy how that, that works.
3: Is. And, by the, and, by the,
7: and by the way, the, by the way, the, the big retailers they put in zero money. Grocers are great. Grocers put in two million dollars. Retailers put in nothing. They've been complicit in this since day one. Yeah.
4: So look at you—you're out here trying to take up for their stores and assault people for stealing, and they don't even care themselves about their own merch, which is what I've been telling you.
3: I know. I'm not talking about the store. I'm talking about me. This is a personal thing.
4: But he like just <laughs> said the retailers aren't even putting in their own money. Yeah. So so I I've said this.
3: Uh, you know, we just moved here about eight months ago, Sheriff, and, and 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 you know we we saw this back in Atlanta, but not to this level. I mean, this is this is crazy what, what we start to see. And this is not just in California, but just around the country. You know, you saw the flash mob in Philadelphia yeah. not that long ago and whatnot. So moving forward, I've said, you know, it starts like this, mm-hmm. then turns just like anything else. It start, turns into an epidemic. And once that em- epidemic gets out of control, uh, then that's when you start to see people getting hurt. Is that what you in law enforcement are worried about, the next step is people like myself getting fed up with this, stepping in because that's, the, in my opinion, the right thing to do. And, you know, what happens after that happens after that. And nobody wants to see that, that afterwards.
7: Well, we've seen that. And what these, a lot of these stores, they have a non-confrontation policy. Hey, employees, let them go. Don't stop them. Don't interfere. And that's been going on for a long time. So that's kind of exacerbated the situation in dealing with it where these folks still, hey, I'm not going to run out of the store. I'm going to walk out carrying bags full or a cart full of uh, items.
3: hmm I saw a video. And
7: also, you, you, you mentioned Philadelphia. On them, it's 9 dollars and below. Philly's, is four so we're double the amount. Dang. Wow.
4: So we're up there. And when, okay.
7: it, when, is it, when, when is it okay to go out and steal 9 bucks 50 from anybody? I don't care if it's a high-end designer bag or something else. When is that okay?
4: Never.
3: Well, also, you know, so I'm taking... <laughs> I'm taking this FBI citizens class, right? Yes. Now, I've you learned are. a lot, in, you know, in, 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 with these folks. You don't talk about it. But here's the thing: is that you know, there is a very fine line with the law. Actually, I didn't even learn this in class. I learned this with taking my CCW class. Is there's a very fine line of self-defense, mm-hmm. and so the the I don't want to say gray area, but I guess it is a gray area of somebody taking something from you, and you fear for your life because of that act. That, in many ways, constitutes self-defense. Am I right, Sheriff?
7: Yes, if you can articulate that, then yeah. And I'll be honest with you, better to be tried by 12 than carried by 6.
3: Very good, yeah. Mm -hmm. So in that case, you know, again, going to what is the future, which nobody wants to see anyone get hurt, especially some kid that is, you know, whether it is a kid that's uh, being peer pressured to do this or, or whatever the case may be. It's just like you got to. This isn't right. This isn't what a civilized country does. Right. Absolutely. Um, it's just not who we are. Or we're not supposed to be. So anyway, look, uh, Sheriff, open invitation. You have our information. Anytime uh, you want to come on this program, um, please reach out to us. We'll reach out to you. But you have a radio show whenever you need it. Okay.
7: I, I'm going to take you up on that. I want to drop by and talk with your viewers. Your I'm sorry, listener. Yeah, love come to. by.
3: Well, we got viewers, too. We got little cameras. It's, you know, 2023. We got the whole internet. You got the whole world in your
4: you know your yep. disposal. I told Sergeant Gandhi the same thing. He's the one that linked us up. Any, any, anything you guys need, just hit me up. He has my personal number.
3: All right,
7: sir. Thank you. We're good. For sure. Thank you guys. Have a great day. You too, sir. you too. Thank you for everything
3: that you guys do. That is Sacramento County Sheriff Jim Cooper. That's a man right there. Yeah. Do you hear that voice?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That guy I like guys like that.
4: He's no nonsense and he means business. Yeah. As he, he sounds
0: like he has a strong mustache.
4: Yeah. He
3: yeah, does a good though. mustache. Voice. Like his mustache alone would stop crime if he yeah, has a mustache. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Once again, we have not. It's just a heads up. There's a reason I'm giving you a heads up have not played your Big Fat Bribe song of the day. Santana, Rob Thomas, Smooth is the song. You'll know it when you hear it. When you do, be caller 18. The phone number is 916-909-0985, and we'll hook you up with $500. All right, give us a minute here. Hang on.
1: Show me the money. All right. It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Bribe.
3: Yeah, sure is. 98 Rock, it's the BS. What is your name? Lori. Marie. How are you, Marie? She
4: said Lori. Uh, Lori. Oh. Lori, yeah. Lori.
3: What's wrong with my ear?
4: I don't know. I'm like, where did you get Marie from? Lori. <laughs> <laughs> did you
0: hear Marie? <laughs> I heard Lori. Very clearly, actually.
3: All right. Let's uh, hold on for a second, okay? Hold on. <laughs> 98 Rock's the BS. What's your name? Lori. Hey, Lori. How are you? <laughs> I think she said Marie. Lord, <laughs> can you help me with that Pam Pam thing? <laughs> what can we do for you, Lori?
8: Hopefully I'm color
3: 18. Uh, and if you were, what happens after that? Hey, I'm going shopping. <laughs> what you buying? Yeah. What are you, what are you, what buying? you buying? What are you buying?
8: Uh, the Early Christmas guests. Oh, okay. okay. That's very sweet. Well,
3: let me, everybody's doing. let me tell you something, Lori Marie. Um, <laughs> your color 18. Congratulations. You got $500, all right?
4: Woohoo! All
8: right.
3: <laughs> I heard Marie. I heard Lori. you say. Have you ever had anyone in your life call you Marie? Uh, usually it's Maury. more like Maury Povich? Maury. Mm, yeah. I can <laughs> see that though. Maury. I, I Maury. didn't get more What do you uh what do you do for a living, there, Lori? Uh, happily retired. Oh, good for you. What did you mm-hmm. do? IT support. IT support. Oh, you got a lot of money. We well, don't she need $500. Yeah, you don't need $500. Why don't you donate it? Donate it to us. How about that? We'll yeah. give it to charity. Uh, no, it's Some all days. yours. Uh, who do you got to shop for? Uh,
8: nieces and nephews.
3: Okay, good for you. Yeah. And, what, and what part of town are you in?
8: Sacktown.
3: There you go. All right. Well, look, Backtown. we appreciate you listening to the program. Congratulations on your retirement. Congratulations on winning the big fat bribe. The first of uh, other opportunities here on 98 Rock for those uh, that are listening, just because you didn't win and Lori Marie won, that doesn't mean you still can't win. So we have uh, more chances for you to win. Listen for Santana featuring Rob Thomas and Smooth, be color 18, and bam, there you go. Thanks for listening. I want to put you on hold, okay? Thank you. All right, hang on for a second. I heard Marie.
4: Nope, it was Lori all day long.
3: Uh, not even close. Yeah, I'm looking you at
4: you like, is this one another one of your brain fog things? like I guess your ears stopped up
3: I, <laughs> Tired. It's tired it, one of the three one of the many things that's going on upstairs. Right. It, I, it, I'm going to be honest with you Nikki D I, I'm getting a little worried about it, to be honest I think I'm going to go see a doctor oh you should because but they're
4: not going to do anything when I went to the doctor they were like oh you're fine
3: hey what if you got Nelson's eye thing in your ear in my ear I got his worms in my head oh man you know and, the, and I wasn't going to go see a doctor until y'all start falling apart I was like I want to be like them and <laughs> And I want uh, medical conditions. I want huh. to. I want to be like y'all. Okay. You know she's got. We,
4: I'm going to the doctor today. She's got
3: lost items inside.
4: My IUD is lost, and I have fibroids.
3: And yeah, she's got. Uh, and I got a lump. Hanging balls on her oh on her goodness. arms, and yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Did you ask Kyle to try to find it before you went to No, search? I did not oh, ask Kyle not. if the
4: doctor could not locate oh, it, okay? And she is a professional, and she even used her nifty little Q-tip dye thing. Here, no.
3: let's make Kyle feel uncomfortable. Yes, He's got glasses, worry. and he <laughs> told me when he was a young Kyle, he was really good at the game operation. So you could- Yeah, I said that for sure. And, and, you, and you color between the lines. So he could probably-
4: No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm good. Go, I got it. Go up in there. My right? doc got it. You married- Yes. Oh, okay. Well, she could join. No, she could not. <laughs> she could probably guide you. You always mess that up. <laughs> Are you married? Too late.
3: <laughs> uh, so we'll get <laughs> headlines, and then uh, we'll get out a little bit early today because uh, Kyle's doing us a huge solid. You've done such a great job. You're
0: just blaming me
3: now. Yeah, thank you. No.
0: Here, I help you out, and you're like, hey, it's his fault we're ending early.
3: No, 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 no. Wow. It, well, it is your fault, but it's a good f- I, I, Look, <clears> I wanted to get out of here at 840. So <laughs> it's, it, you're the one that made us stay late. Oh, that's God. your fault again. <laughs> So we'll uh, we'll wrap things up early because Kyle's got a uh, radio program to do down the hall on our sister station ESPN 1320 mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. called The Insiders with uh, you and your partner. your partner's name is James Ham James Ham. So those uh, guys are down there talking some sports and whatnot. The uh, the sack B. Let me mention this the SAC B. Mm-hmm. I, when I moved here, you know you. As a, as a radio person, you look for, you know, obviously stuff to talk about. And, right. And you, and, you, and you you bookmark all the local news websites. Yes. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised on how good. Now, most of the news websites, when you're affiliate of Fox, NBC, they're all cookie cutter based off of what every other one in the country is. And then you have, you know, a local publication like a Bee And I was blown away on how good the website was. Mm-hmm. Now, I was telling, I was talking to Mickey about this the other day, or, or midday uh, rock star when she was helping us out, and she said this has been a thing all along. But I, I don't remember clicking on a link, and then it taking you to uh, saying you you read a little bit of the story, then saying that you have to get a subscription to read the rest of it.
4: You saying you don't remember that with the sack B? Yeah. Oh, did you forget that? That's why Nelson gave us a login for it, and that's how you found out about Foxtrot and that his last name wasn't Flyer. It's because he paid. He pays our subscription for that.
3: God, There it goes. My brain. Oh, bad. my
4: goodness. I was sitting here thinking, like, I know he's not saying he don't know we pay for that. Nelson pays for that every month. Well, I was on
3: it the other night, and I guess I'm logged out.
4: Yeah, I had to re-log in, too, so oh. you should have just saved it. But, yeah, we've been paying for that since we got here because, remember, I said, I'm not paying for this. then Nelson's like, well, I'll pay for it. I'm like, well, whatever. So he's been paying for it since we've been here.
3: Oh, okay. Well, here's what I was going to say then. Well, I I, I forgot all about
4: about that. (laughs) You
3: can't can't charge people for your news.
4: You shouldn't.
3: So here's the thing. The only time you can charge someone a subscription is if it's exclusive. And if you go to the B and you see a story that you want, and when you click on it, it asks you to sign up for your subscription membership thing. Look, I get it. I, the, the print business is a dying breed. I'm I'm very I'm in a very similar business as radio. I get it. I understand. You know, the day that we start charging people to listen to radio, which I don't think is far fetched, to, to be honest with you, in the near future. I mean, look at Sirius XM; they do it. And it it's works. already happening with podcasts too. In right. podcasts, mm-hmm. yeah, I charge for my old podcasts, and, and pretty lucrative business, to be honest with you. But you have to have an exclusivity that you're offering up for somebody. You know, and you're going. What's only four ninety nine? It's only two ninety nine. It's only ninety nine cents. It's only, only nine ninety nine, right? And I tried all kinds of different things with the podcast. You know, it, it, but people need to know that they're the only ones getting it. Mm-hmm. If you go to a news website, and I know SACB is not the only one in the country. I, I'm not just beating you guys up, but I can copy the headline because all the headline is is off the wire. I can copy the headline, right click, search Google, and get it from Yahoo. Or get it from somewhere else yep. and it not be a problem. You know what I mean? Um, what's that, line two? Yeah. You want me to take that? Yes. Why? The B's a mess. Uh, it's the BS. What's your name? Michelle. Michelle, what can I do for you? I was in the middle of a whole thing. What am I taking, Michelle? What you, is it you going to talk about the story? I was on a good run. She wants to come to our event. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Well, what, let's talk about subscriptions first. Michelle, would you... <laughs> <laughs> It's All actually
0: right. subscription based dinner.
3: It, it, yeah. It's 99 cents per scalloped <laughs> potato.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just Ow. kidding. Now, uh, no, anyway, so I just find that, uh, hold on for a second. Let me finish up here. I just find that silly that they would charge when it's not exclusive. I agree. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had a website that was an op ed from somebody with some oomph, then I'd pay. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I'm not paying for news that I can
4: get free everywhere else on the internet. Yeah. But all of the big local ones now are kind of doing that. So like Wall Street Journal does it. The AJC, all the news sources are now trying to make you pay to get the news through subscriptions. Yeah,
3: but that's that's not right. It doesn't make sense. Like their mindset is people paid for newspapers.
4: Mm-hmm. and so that, pay for this online.
3: But you had a tangible thing in your hands. hmm Right. You're not getting a tangible thing anymore. No, no, no. Sorry, Michelle. Uh, Michelle, you want to join us on Sunday for our No Friends Giving? I would love to. Oh, my God. Another voice that sounds like she should have some friends. Why don't yep. you have any friends?
8: Well, I have some friends, but you know, you get older and you have kids and things, and then they suddenly start to fade away.
3: <laughs> well, how, how old are you?
6: I, I am. I am forty-five.
3: Okay, so we're about the same age. And you're right; they do kind of drift. Did they drift? Because, but did they drift because they didn't like you, or you weren't as fun anymore, or they moved away, or what?
8: No, just you know, life happens, and yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm kind of fun.
4: <laughs> you, sound you sound fun. fun.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's more to this story. You sound too too cheerful. Or like there's something bad. Like happening.
4: She sounds like she should have a lot of friends.
3: Right? There's something more like. Like, she's well, I really want to come
4: hang out with you guys. I really want to meet you, and I want to meet Nikki D. She sounds like a lot of fun, too. She oh, is. thank you, Michelle.
3: She's a blast. That's why <laughs> why, that's why we're doing this bit, because she's got no friends.
4: Yeah, I don't have any friends, <laughs> so I need new ones. And Michelle sounds like somebody yeah. I'll be able to call up and hang out with.
3: Do you have a uh, husband? I do. Yeah, you do? And uh, he has no friends?
4: Uh, he does not have friends.
3: <laughs> oh, well, you want to bring him, I guess? We did it for another couple. Bring
4: him. Okay. Okay. You're gonna bring your husband too. All right. I'm gonna Uh, put Michelle and husband.
0: Put put them next to Nikki on the seating chart.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Okay. And and the other lady. Yeah, and the and the wine lady. Yeah, so you'll have maybe a kids table cuz you got okay. a little you got a little, groupie. little you got, group. You got fan, you got a fan you got fan club, the okay. Nikki fan club.
4: I'm ready. That'll be fun. Let's go. <laughs>
3: All right, Michelle, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get your information. It's this Sunday 4:30 at Bennett's restaurant in Rockland. Don't go to their Sacramento location. Don't go to the Roseville location on Sunday. Go any other time because they're phenomenal. The food's great. Have you ever been to Bennett's?
4: No, I've never been there. Oh, oh my god! You're doing yourself oh, a snap. disservice.
3: It's you are. So go, delicious! You are going to have probably the best Thanksgiving food, food just in general you've ever had. They are absolutely amazing. I the,
4: used to be a regular there.
3: In the kitchen. All right, I'm gonna put you on hold. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. All right, there you go. Sounds so perky. I'm so sad about that.
3: <laughs> sad about what?
4: Losing my regular status at Bennetts. No, remember I was becoming a regular there. They knew my name. I, I,
3: I can't mom my, No, my, my, we
4: talked about I it. Know, my bro- the bartender, I d- she knew me. No, she that's what I'm saying. I met the owner. Hold on.
3: If memory serves, they didn't quite know they didn't quite remember you. They know. No, no, no. Help me out with this because I'm forgetting, but I know there's something there, right? I
4: was going. They knew me. When I when I came in, they knew my face. They were like, oh, Nikki, you're
3: back. Hey. But yeah. They didn't say Nikki, you're back, right? No, but they right, knew I was it, back. I was there, but there, they knew
4: I was back. So they
3: they, <laughs> no, they noticed the possible only black woman that came into the restaurant that day. Came back twice. Oh, they saw you? No, no, yeah, no, but they yeah. knew. They, they knew what time it was. <laughs> a lot of big fans of Nikki D. They knew. They
4: knew me. You
3: know what that's called? <laughs> what? White Guilt. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: went, she went. The guy asked for my autograph. Like, no, nah, it
3: was just a check.
4: I was just signing my, my name. My for check, some yeah. reason, he
3: asked if I played for the Kings. It was so weird. <laughs> Jesus. All right, fourth and final <laughs> round of headlines. What do you got?
4: I'm going to tell you what got loose on a plane and who Will Smith may be suing.
3: Oh, you put that in there, I huh? had
4: to. I had to. There, I could I, not talk about it. I just it. got an update on it, oh, too. Oh, yeah, you know. I did, too. All right,
3: there you go. We'll get the fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on.
4: Stand by for noon.
1: No! 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 It's no! time for today's top two. Headline.
3: All right, here we go. For the final round of headlines, big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Best service, best price, that is guaranteed. And Nikki D.
4: A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Unless it's a plane, 8-7. Oh, yes, <laughs> awesome.
1: sir, uh, we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane, and the horse managed to escape his
3: stall. Oh, that's... I can Hold on, play that again, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> guess, sir, uh,
1: we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal
3: horse on board the airplane and the horse managed to escape his stall. well oh, that there there's every element of awesome in that clip why <laughs> oh you know why <laughs> i'm not even listening to the horse that is awesome okay good.
4: okay so a plane that <laughs> departed new york's jfk international airport had to return return shortly after after takeoff because a horse got loose on the aircraft. Now, it never dawned on me that airplanes carry more than just people and luggage. They do carry other things. And I didn't think about horses, though. They're not sure how the horse got out of its stall, but it was running up and down the plane.
3: Hold on for a second. They don't put, I don't believe, I'm almost positive, they don't put horses on passenger planes.
4: No, no, no. These are cargo planes. Yeah,
3: it was a cargo plane. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. So there's no people
4: no, no, the there's plane. more people on the plane. I'm saying I never even thought about the cargo planes, though. Like I, That's not a thought that's ever in my mind.
3: Did you think a cowboy rode the horse across the country in order to get I it? I didn't
4: think the- about it at all. I've never thought about I always, when I see horses they being transported, them. they're on the back of the trucks in the stables, and I see them on the highway. I've never thought about them being in planes.
3: These are the first-class horses. <laughs>
4: Apparently
3: so. Said, uh, hey,
0: hey, is that horse still in its cage? The guy said, nay. Oh. I see what you're, awesome. what
2: you're trying to do there. I see what you trying to do there. Come man. on. You What's got
3: my... to give the pause. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah. I like pause. Those are funny. Yeah, we just got to give you the nice pause, the awkward, uncomfortable pause. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so, uh, give me this. Uh, what happened? They get the horse. They ride it. Back.
4: Yeah, they were able to uh, safely <laughs> land. They got it? the horse under control. Now it's unclear um, of the horse's condition. So it didn't say if the horse was alive or if it passed out or anything like that. They just said they were able to safely land and they got things under control.
3: Just a lot of jet lag. Now banned.
4: I t- guess so. Well, they were flying this horse uh, to Belgium. So that's why I was going on the yeah, plane. Yes, so that's
3: where I take my horses. To I, Belgium. I just put them on the cargo plane. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think I'm going to put them in a, a little truck? And oh, put them- of course not. There's uh, so many trucks. It takes too long to get to Belgium. You could
4: have yeah. shipped them on yeah. the boat.
3: I could have put them in FedEx, but no, I'd put them on a plane. Okay. First
4: class. That's we're doing. They didn't like flying. Uh, all right, second start. Will Smith just can't seem to stay out of the news. H8. And then I saw a wax that I when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. Mm. That was audio from allegedly this guy saying that he is Will Smith's former assistant and friend. His name is, he calls himself Brother Bilal. Now I will say that he is in Will Smith's uh, most recent book that he put out. His pictures in there, his name's in there. You see millions of pictures with them together. So there's evidence that they are really close. At least they were throughout the years. Where he did a tell-all sit-down with Tasha K, which is a blogger. And he one of the allegations he made, because he made many, but one Of them was that he walked in and with his own two eyeballs, he physically saw Will Smith engaging in sexual acts with Dwayne Martin, who's another um, famous actor. Now, Will Smith's people immediately responded to these allegations because the video was dropped yesterday. So, all of this happened yesterday. They have responded and said that the allegations are false and that they're going to sue him. Um, There's video now up of, I think, TMZ talking to Jada Smith. She also said they're going to sue. Well, As of this break that we just took, Dwayne Martin is saying he's not even responding to these allegations because he thinks they're absolutely ridiculous.
3: So you're all hyped up on this story. Hold on for a second. You're all hyped. Why do you care?
4: Because this is not the first time that Will Smith has been accused of sleeping with men. But who cares? Everybody cares because it's been talked about so much. But it's why his business. Why do people care that he slapped Chris Rock on TV? Because it's drama. People care about drama. But that's drama. Like, who cares? Like, you know, that like when somebody comes
3: out, like Barry Manilow, just, uh, I think he was on Howard. And uh, Howard asked him, you know, why it took so long. I think it was on Howard. It took so long to um, to come out as gay. You know, because he didn't come out until later in life, and he goes, "Cause I just, I don't know, just I just didn't like. I don't know. I, I think it's more of a fascination for
4: straight people. But was he with women?
3: But it, who cares? Like nobody comes up to a straight guy and questions, you know, like what heter or heterosexual guy what question. Like I don't. The only the only advantage I see is 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 finding out if somebody. Uh, is a different, is out, is, uh, other than heterosexual, is to help somebody that's trying to come out of the closet and. You know they're they're having issues and stuff like that. No,
4: it, no, 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 no. You are a married man and you are married to a woman. If you are talking secret- about Will Smith, yes,
3: but you know that relationship ain't right. Oh, oh,
4: the relationship is not right, but he has still at some point had sex with his wife. He has children with her, so they engaged in sexual acts. Right or wrong, my whole issue with men that do things like this is if you have a wife, you are in a, a relationship with a woman, but you're secretly sleeping with men. That's wrong. Now, if it was just Will Smith is gay, great, be gay, but, but I, don't be hiding so you're, it. You're,
0: but, you're 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 hyped up on the cheating aspect of this, not the the homosexuality.
4: Aspect. Oh, all of it, the homosexuality. Dwayne Martin. I mean, like. De- I've never heard of that person. Okay. Tisha Campbell. You guys know Tisha Campbell? She's a, a singer. Fa- singer. She's a very famous actress. She was in what house party? She was in boomerang. She was in yeah, 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 yeah. everything. Okay. Um Tisha Campbell. Calm down. You're like I'm, you're, I'm you're,
3: calm. You're, you're gonna have a heart attack right I'm now.
4: I'm not, I'm not. Tisha Campbell was no. married to Dwayne Martin for a very long time. Well, when they divorced, she even hinted at the reason why they were divorcing is because there was something funky going on right. with him and will. All
3: right, I just I don't get it. like I it, you know, maybe that's what that's how they roll like you know, some relationships they do, whatever they want to do. I just I, who cares? like if if will like I like Will Smith as an actor. I don't care if he slept with a dude. That's not gonna change my opinion of him.
4: Okay, here's another angle. How would you feel if your friend, of forty years, because now whatever happened, because clearly something happened with them, where they're not friends anymore, and now they're going to go out and tell your deepest, darkest secrets? Is that not horrible? That's okay,
3: wild. So here's here's the thing. Uh, be more specific. Let's say my friend of forty years. Yes,
4: you're for forty years. That's how long they've been friends. Uh,
3: okay, goes on and says, "I slept with Jason Bailey back in college." Mm-hmm. Okay, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got, somebody comes to me and says, Oh my God, I didn't know you were gay, you know? And I was like, well, I'm not, well, this guy said you slept with them. Okay. Well, you know, I, if I did, I did not do that. But if I did, it's really none of your business. I mean, it's not going to change my day, but you know, he's, that's, it, if, and if it was true, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I experimented
4: back in college. Big deal. You should be able to walk away from any type of friendship relationship oh, without the person that you've divulged all your secrets or or oh. information you don't want out without them going well, see, and telling. That's, that's where I've got beef. But, exactly. that, but
3: yeah. that's that's another conversation. That's not part of the first that's not what we're talking about, but I, that I agree with. Well, I'm
4: bringing up all the angles because you try to discount my first angles. <laughs> I have plenty of angles for this. I got A lot the, of angles. I got. Yeah.
3: The, I got the angleitis. <laughs> <laughs> so now that is why I tell you to stop trying to befriend people and mm-hmm. then trust them right out of the gates. Right. Because
4: they do stuff like this. Yes. I know people who I've known for years do stuff like this. That's what I'm saying. You cannot trust people you call them friends.
0: Now, now Will right. did not tell him that this happened. This is something that he apparently walked in on, yes. for what it's worth. Okay. Yeah. That's what Maybe he's saying. A this
4: is alleged. This is all alleged. We do not know. I would like to put that out there. I don't want anybody trying to, to sue me. This is, these are allegations. I hobot. I was not there. What? I hobot. What'd that mean?
3: was I a movie robot. he was in. He'd be a hoe.
4: Oh. I robot. <laughs> I got it. Independence Gay. Oh, that one was good. Thank you. <laughs> huh? Don't sue us. Oh, I can laugh at your <laughs>
3: nab. That...
4: Independence Gay. That was good, Kyle.
0: Big Willie style.
4: Boom. Oh, look at you. It's just getting jiggy with it. I like it all.
3: All right, we're going to get out of here a little bit early so uh, Kyle can go down the hall and talk Kings, talk football.
0: Fights in the NBA last night?
3: Fights in the NBA. I mean, if you want your your entertainment and your sports all-in-one radio program, it is definitely with Kyle uh, down the hall on ESPN 1320 here in about 10 minutes. The Insiders is the name of the radio program. All right, Uh, tomorrow we'll take some more people's uh, as we fill up this list for our no friends giving this Sunday at Bennett's in Rockland. If you want in, you can reach out to us on social media, listen to the BS, and uh and we can set you up for tomorrow. Continue to listen for the Big Fat Bribe. More opportunities for you to win 500 bucks. Mickey possibly next might have it. Santana with Rob Thomas, smooth. That's what you're listening for. Be caller 18, and you'll win that. Uh we wish Nelson the best. We love him. Yes. He's going to see the eye doctor. Hopefully he doesn't have to have surgery, but we'll give you an update on him tomorrow. You got anything before we get out?
4: Quickly, I'm going to go ahead and say somebody backed your play, and they said, yes, people took pictures of themselves with Polaroids. We just didn't call them selfies, so I apologize. Yeah.
3: Damn right. I like a good apology. I'm not above an apology. Thank you to Jackie for coming in and helping us out the last hour. We've got a good team here. Mickey's been helping us out the last couple days. Kyle did a tremendous job today. Kyle was amazing. He's a bomb. We cannot thank you enough, my friend. So. All right, Mickey is up next. Enjoy. Also, uh, give us a sub on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. You get our podcast there. Also, the Odyssey app and thebaileyshow.com. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. And bye! That's enough nonsense for today. This has
2: been The Bailey Show.